This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So keep that in mind. Yeah, hey, forget I asked. <laughs> That'll definitely It'll do. Ew. Join the f- Discord. It was the least fun I've ever had playing this game. A small but vibrant and extremely humble community. No, I've seen the sleeves, but I'm like, you said you're suiting up and then you put your sleeve on. Thank you for saying that. Because I'm a demon on the keys. Next thing I know, we're both dead. I immediately left the lobby. In Vietnam. What are they playing for? Are they playing to win? <laughs> Stay humble. Stay humble. We are live! Welcome to The Drop Shot, episode number 85. Your podcast is not buffering, my brain is buffering, so your yeah. internet connection is, is fine. Uh, it could. It's probably still shit, but it's probably not great. But it, especially if you have a Time Warner or Spectrum cable, uh, you should, of course. Let's move on. Uh, my name is Casey, also known as Razanon. I am joined, as always, by my good friend Tanner. Tanner, say hello to everyone. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Not much is going on for me, Tanner. Uh, really? Other than the fact that two days ago was Thanksgiving. Or actually, I think it was Indigenous Peoples Day? Or is that Columbus Day? I think that's Columbus Day. And uh, No, it was Indigenous People Day, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. It's possible. That sounds right. <laughs> we'll look into it. We'll look it. into it. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Tanner, how was your Indigenous Peoples Day? Formerly uh, known quick as search. Formerly no. known as Thanksgiving. Indigenous Peoples Day is October 11th. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, mine was great. That cherry pie you were cooking me on was fantastic. Of course, the turkey. Oh, well, I made it, so it was the best thing I've ever had. Right? You made turkey. Oh, you're so disgusting. There's nothing better. There was. I've never had a better turkey than that. Interesting. What did you do that was so crazy? I made it. 
Okay. It's that simple. So would you would you just throw it on your trigger and just tell your app to make you a turkey? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Cook <laughs> me a what turkey. Triggers can do right. Exactly. I don't just, have to do anything. Cook yeah, me a turkey, so, bitch. So we can so we can say you cooked a turkey, right? Or we could say you bought a thing that would cook turkey Dude, for you. I had to lift it onto the grill and set You'd, it there. Come on. You had to buy the turkey too, I guess. So. Yeah. 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 No, I gave it a nice brine, threw it in there, smoked it for a little bit, and then uh, 375 for a couple hours. It was delicious. Best turkey I've ever had. I'm not kidding. It was so fucking good. Interesting. I've, I, because I heard you talking about turkey before I called in. Okay. And I understand it. And I agree with you thoroughly. It's like the only time of the year people make an entire turkey is Thanksgiving. Because you're right. It's shit. Nobody's like, oh, let's have turkey for dinner. Yes. No. It's like, oh, let's have prime rib. Let's have steaks. Like, let's do something like that. Let's do ribs. Nobody cooks a fucking turkey yes. except for Thanksgiving. You're a rat if so. True. But, um, dude, I cut into that bitch. It was so juicy. It had so much flavor. I took a bite. I was like, oh. And then Sierra had one. She's like, holy fuck. That's the best turkey I've ever had. And I was like, right? By far. And she's like, that's the best I've ever had by far. Damn. It was so good. That's cool. So juicy, flavorful. Did so you it was delicious, a, of course. Uh, did you put a beer in its ass? A lot of people do that. No, right? I didn't do that. I, I did. Uh, I made a an herb butter and I rubbed it under the skin. Then I put butter. some. Uh, oh, that's what it's called. <laughs> herb it's butter. called herb butter, right? Okay, it's called right. herb butter, right? Because okay, it's herbs Gordon. and butter, you okay. stupid fuck okay yeah. um and then yeah put some garlic and herbs on the outside a thin layer of a regular barbecue rub it was fantastic of course because i made it interesting interesting yeah yeah that's, well that's good i uh oh. yeah my my dad made prime rib because we're not uh you know we're not so easily influenced by society at large and their dumb decisions, like having yeah, a turkey okay. on Thanksgiving. Because as Tanner said, which is as I had said, turkey is shit tier meat. It's not good. It's bottom tier meat for sure. It's so like, why are we eating it? Like, especially if we're going to like have our family sit down, let's make something that tastes good, right? Because if you like turkey so much, you would have had it for dinner more than once a fucking year. So anyways, we had prime rim. It was good. Had a couple drinks couple laughs but nothing crazy um i did hear a tale about some members of the discord however getting in voice and having a very drunken uh spirited debate about not totally sure what because i wasn't there but from what i've pieced together there was some politics involved there was some 1v1 me involved like unironically they 1v1 uh i don't have the full picture but i did hear some people got real well, they don't either because they were all drunk yeah, yeah. maybe not they yeah. don't have the full picture either yeah did you hear about this tanner of course i did extra details i don't have any details other than i saw like 10 people in one discord channel at one point yeah and i was just like what the fuck is going on yeah and then i saw some of them there still the next morning when yeah. I woke up, so I was like, oh, okay, so it was that kind of night. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, that was a, they're alcoholics. Yeah, yeah. I love to see it, though. I wish I had been there, but, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't, obviously. I wish you were there last night when we were playing for the Damascus hangout and Gift was yelling at his wife to get him some hot dogs. Oh my god, I know. And, ju- was- and just the thickest box Boston accent you can imagine. <laughs> gift is really a gift to the community. Yeah, he's absolutely a gift. Gift curse, friend of the pod. But uh, anyways, yeah, so that's good. Uh, I hope you guys all had a good Thanksgiving. I am thankful for this fucking this podcast about a video game, which we will get into, but a couple announcements and then we're going to get to the program. Uh, so happy Thanksgiving to you all and an extra special happy Thanksgiving to these people. Proud dad, Oz Ted, Alex A, William N, it's Boopsy, change it, Sam M, and... Perhaps the most interesting name on this type of list that we've ever gotten. TTV underscore Trump MAGA 2020. Which is... Which is not a change it. Uh, because it's so absurd. So, I hope I hope everyone listening right now had a good Thanksgiving. I hope to you people whom I just listed, I hope your Thanksgiving was better than everyone else's, right? Because you just joined the fucking Patreon, bitch. Patreon.com slash the drop shot for bonus eps per month. And of course, welcome again to those new frogs. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, we've got, we've had some excellent content uh, this month. And we will continue to have a lot of excellent, excellent content for Cold War and shit. Especially when the Warzone transition happens. So, real quick... Um, we will have our next episode out on Monday at the latest. If not, I'll do it Sunday night. Uh, I think we might do predictions for what Cold War guns will be used in Warzone, if any, for our next Patreon episode. Not sure, and this is the first time Tanner's hearing about it, but it is something oh, we will... Not. Okay. It is something we're going to consider. But either way, the next episode is going to be really good. And eventually, especially you're go- you guys are going to want to join in December. Because once Warzone integrates with Cold War, we're going to know life the fuck out of it. And we'll have a lot of like extra little insights uh, for you guys. In the same way that we had for the perks, field upgrades, etc. So, very excited about that. Also, for the Damascus Hangouts, next week we are going to try out custom Warzones. What I think we're going to do is Damascus patrons can be in voice with all of us and then gold patrons can also play and they can also use Discord, of course, but they just won't be in the same voice channel as uh, as we are. So that'll be kind of like an extra little benefit for the Damascus guys because I know a lot of you want to do Warzone customs, but there's not enough just Damascus that also shows up for that to be, to be possible. So we're going to try and... Uh, incorporate some gold uh, patrons into that so that we can hit the number and then uh, whatever, run. So if you're a gold patron, try to be in Discord around 7 7 o'clock Pacific time Friday night because we're going to try this for the first time. I'm excited about it. It's going to be interesting uh, and I hope we can figure out exactly how to make it work, but it should be a good time. And I'm quite um, excited about it. So so we will see. Uh, and that, I think, is it for me. 
Uh, Tanner, any announcements from you? Nope, that's it. Okay. All right. So uh, that is that. Uh, if you were listening for the jingle, of course, here it is. All right. So today we are going to continue our uh, Q&A segment of the program. Now, as I was saying before the, the show started, I slept like a fucking dream last night. Did so you? I'm ready, bitch. I'm ready for this episode, dude. I'm ready. Uh, and I'm very excited. And again, a lot of these questions are quite old. Uh, so the the older the question, the faster we're going to attempt to answer it. Now, will that work? No. But we're going to try well, to. It can. It can work. It's possible. Work. We'll make it work. Well, well, we might make it work. So if, you're, if your question gets answered early on this evening and you feel like we breezed past it, we did because it's two months old. Figure it out. Sorry. Get scammed. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, so we're going to try and like get more caught up on these because there's a lot of good questions that are related to like Cold War. Uh, and I want to eventually get to those. So so that is that. Um, now, first, we would be starting with playlist updates. There were none. So we're just going to, uh, without further ado, uh, I guess we're going to just get the right right the fuck into it. Uh, Balake, two month, tier one submarino. Let's go. Balake, friend of the program. Patron extraordinaire. Thank you, brother. Honored, humbled, and, of course, privileged. I appreciate you, dude. Uh, and without further ado, let's dive right the fuck in. This first one is from Ryzen 6. Change it. Greetings, gentlemen. I am a new frog to the PC Master Race. I made the switch about three months ago from gaming on the console for roughly 12 years. Okay. My question is, what do you guys recommend as a good aim trainer for keyboard and mouse? I've recently been using the free aim lab utility in Steam. However, I'm looking for other possible trainers to assist with my proficiency. On a serious note, this is the best COD podcast out there. You guys keep it entertaining. Blah, blah, blah. Thanks again for the content. All right, you're welcome. Uh, thank you for the kind words. I just want to kind of get through these. So I appreciate the kind words, Ryzen. But uh, Tanner, aim trainers, your thoughts. I don't know. I don't use any. I don't have any suggestions. I'm just naturally gifted. Sorry. Have you ever used an aim trainer? Never. You've never even like fucked around on one? Never. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Well, good talk. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Aim Lab. Get good. Aim Lab's cool and it can be pretty good. Uh, the main thing I use Aim Lab for is to convert my sensitivity between games. So you can input your like Call of Duty sensitivity and it will give you a value called like centimeters per 360. And then you can just like select a new game in Aim Lab. So you're going to go play Counter Strike. And then you can like adjust your Counter-Strike sensitivity since it's a different scale so that you also have 21 centimeters per 360. That's like the main thing I use AimLab for because it's really good Kovacs for that. doesn't do that? Kovacs, I don't believe it does, no. You can obviously enter your sense in Kovacs, but it won't like convert between games like that. So mm -hmm. anyways, uh, yeah, the, the, the main aim trainer you want, of course, is Kovacs 2.0. 
the meta, which is also on Steam. It costs an amount of dollars. It's not very much. Uh, so if you're like really looking to try and like improve your aim on PC, you should like get Kovacs. Um, I'm still undecided on whether or not this makes you better in the long run. Most of the good players I know use Kovacs a lot, but yeah. not all of them. It's so like Nate Gibson does not use aim trainers ever. And he's like, I think the best Call of Duty player on PC I've ever seen. But, and Syrian doesn't either. However, Nexus does, TGD does, Arrays does, MP Control Ward does. Like, I know more really good players who do use it than don't. But it's not like a, it's not strictly necessary. Um, So I'm not sure if it actually makes you better or not. I got Kovacs, and what was really good about it for me was that if you just do like a one minute trial and then you like, you can change like how you're placing your hand on the fucking mouse pad. You could change where your arm is. You can change where your desk is. And then you can like really easily find out like what the best like mechanical way to position your body is. And then you can like get used to it. So for me, it was better for doing that. Like, oh, I should put my wrist, like, on my mouse pad way more often. That's what Kovacs did for me. It actually helped a lot. But it didn't, like, improve my aim so much as it improved my mechanics. Now, it could also improve your aim. I don't know. Uh, but a lot of people say it does. And I think it's worth a shot. But the main utility, I would say, of Kovacs, this is absolutely true, is if you want to do well for, like, an evening of gaming, do Kovacs for, like, 30 minutes beforehand... And you will absolutely do better. This is something every time I warm up with Kovacs first, I do significantly better in game. There is definitely value to that. If only as like a warm up tool. But it may or may not necessarily make you actually more skilled at aiming. So how often do you actually use that to warm up? Not often. I just don't yeah. have time, dude. Uh, But like, you know, if I had more time, I would and I wanted to do really well, I would I would use it way more often. It works. The warm-up aspect absolutely works. So, anyways. Uh, Ryzen, thank you for the question. Moving on here. Two. King Koopsta. Now, King Koopsta, on September 22nd, wrote... <laughs> I mean, we could call it a question, but it's not. It's an essay that is ended with a question. So, I've I've read this. And I'm not going to read it uh, on this program out loud. I will sum it up for you. His account got hacked. Okay, quote, account got hacked, which made me think to ask. With things like shadow banning and the hacker queue going on, or in the hacker queue, uh, which we've talked about, going after cheat companies, etc. Do you think that Activision is taking steps in the right direction, although probably not as fast as we'd like, and at some point, Will they fix the root causes and and rid this game of cheaters once and for all? I would say this franchise, not this game, but that's basically what he meant. So, Tanner, your thoughts? Uh, of course they're not taking steps in the right direction, because if they were, hey, they'd make an anti-cheat, right? There yeah. would be some form of anti-cheat. So the fact that they're doing this and they've gone to the lengths to sue these companies that make cheats... It just shows you there's not going to be an anti-cheat for a long time, probably, especially at the time this was posted three months ago now, basically, or 
I guess it was just two months ago, but I still don't think we'll have any sort of anti-cheat for a long time. Um, I don't even know when that'll be. I kind of doubt it'll even be in Cold War. There's like nothing on the horizon at all. So this is all they can do, and they know that, because who else has ever done that? Like, what video game company has gone out of their way to actually sue a developer that makes a cheat for their video I, game? I, it's like I've never heard of it. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah, it's like usually these places would just, you know, keep working on their anti-cheat, keep updating it constantly so it works against the latest cheats, and that's it. So we're not getting anything for a long time. And it's funny that this question is asked now because there's a ton of people talking that um, that like those little online tournament websites are already chalked for Cold War because uh, there's a lot more ple- people playing on PC. And I guess it's just filled with cheaters now because since that's what the CDL is being played on, a lot of those are being played on PC. And I've seen so many clips of these people paying for money in these little like challengers brackets um, and they're playing against actual cheaters yeah mm-hmm. so yeah nothing's gonna happen um that's what's unfortunate it gives like pc gaming a really bad name but if you like most games aren't overrun with cheaters like this yeah it's yeah, just this shit game yes so it's unfortunate but it's not like this for all video games like don't ban or don't blame like the pc community you should be blaming the shit devs for this because that's on them yeah or it's on Activision probably more than anything. It's on Activision, I would say, yeah. Yeah, um Yeah, can you imagine playing for money online? You have to be so dumb to do that. Like it's crazy. Cuz of all the cheaters. Well, there's 16, yeah. And the fucking latency issue. Like what if the server happens to be in fucking Alaska? Actually, that wouldn't be that far for me. What if it happened to be in fucking Taiwan? Well, then I just lose. Like, and that's, that has nothing to do with cheating. So that's, that's fucking insane, but we'll skirt past that. Uh, yeah. Shadow banning isn't doing something to combat cheating. That is going in the wrong direction. That's actually actively turning around and walking in the exact wrong direction. Yeah. Number one, shadow banning doesn't help. Uh, I mean, it helps a little bit actually, but it's not, we've talked about it. Uh, going after cheat companies, whatever. Uh, yeah, no, they're not taking steps in the right direction. Because going after cheat companies doesn't solve the problem. This is something we've talked about. What if the manufacturer of these cheats lives in China, for example? Hey, by the way, a lot of them do. What the fuck are you going to do? You're going to sue a Chinese corporation? You're going to sue the CCP? Yeah. Good luck, dude. You're not, they don't give a <laughs> shit. They can't. They, they can face no repercussions. That's why people haven't... That's why companies haven't gone this route, because it doesn't fucking work. Because, like, all these places outside of the jurisdiction of the U.S., they don't fucking care about a fucking cease and desist or a subpoena. Good luck, rat. Come fucking... Yeah. Come to Beijing and, and pick me up. Take me <laughs> to court in D.C. Suck my dick. It's never happening. Jesus. So, of course, they're not going the right direction. Absolutely not. Will there be an anti-cheat? Probably eventually, but I don't think it's even, like, close, honestly. Because no. if, if there was a, an anti-cheat in development, hey, they would let us know. They would be thrilled to fucking tweet that out. I don't know about that. I don't think they would let us know. Why would they? Don't they don't let us know about anything. 
I think they would get I mean, usually, so many people like retweeting them saying, "Oh, I love Fundy. I want to suck Bobby Kotick's cock." I think they they would like get a bunch of press for tweeting that they're and like genuinely good like uh you know like praise uh if they said they were going to make an anti cheat. So if they were going to, I think they would tell us about it. I feel like companies usually don't talk about their anti cheats much to be honest. Like at all. True. Just more something that's there. So I don't think they would necessarily tell us at all. It's almost like I it's think, an industry standard and it's a given. So they, these companies feel like they don't have to talk about it, which I agree with. Yeah. Except that. Like if they ever decide to add an anti cheat, I can see them not even like announcing it and it just being in some update. And then like later people figuring out, oh, there's an anti cheat built into the game now. Interesting. Interesting. So. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Either way, yeah, of course they're not taking steps in the right direction. Uh, and by the way, you're going to see that because you might be thinking, oh, well, Cold War doesn't have that many cheaters. Well, you have to buy Cold War. We've talked about this too. When the Warzone integration happens, every game you play will have cheaters in it. Yeah. Every game you play. Uh, clip me now, link me later. Every game you play will have cheaters in it starting December 10th for at least two months so Activision shit let's move on Steel Switch can you both come up with the top three breakfast cereals <laughs> of all time okay Tanner your thoughts great question um super easy question Cinnamon Toast Crunch uh ooh I just yeah okay okay Cinnamon Toast Crunch uh Cocoa Puffs which I haven't had in a long time but that was like my favorite for years. And uh, Lucky Charms, of course. What else would it be, right? Interesting. Okay. On honorable mention to Fruity Pebbles. Oh, come on. Those aren't that good, dude. You know <laughs> what I like, dude? Those are good, dude. Okay, number one is Honey Bunches of Oats. Classic. Classic. Okay. Because right. well, I'm an you're adult. An, you're an old man, yeah. Because <laughs> okay. I'm an adult, yeah. It's like sweet, but it's not literal fucking marshmallows in my cereal. Like I'm an actual honey bunches of which ones are honey bunches of oats? Is that where there's little clusters in it? Yes, yes. Oh, those are fantastic. Yeah, yeah they're fucking good, dude. It's good. Uh, and okay, not lucky. Right, those are great. Yeah, not Lucky Charms, but on Halloween, there's like three, like Halloween themed cereals that are fantastic. And I think the one I'm thinking of is Booberry. Because it's like Lucky Charms, except uh -huh. the grain, the non-marshmallow cereal, like the grain cereal, is like fruity flavored. Because like Lucky Charms, let's be honest, you want to eat a bowl of marshmallows. Yeah. yeah. But they, they sprinkle in some like literal like shit tier, just like literally pieces of grain. Like that's it. Yeah. And Lucky Charms, that tastes terrible. But Booberry. Right, Booberry, yeah. I, I see it here. It has the marshmallows, but the actual grain cereal part is also like flavored like fruity. So that's fantastic, dude. Berry flavored, yeah. Yeah. So big shout that out looks to Booberry. That fucking good. Yeah, Booberry I've never slaps, seen that before. Dude. Booberry bangs, dude. <laughs> that looks fantastic. Yeah, it's, Holy it's shit. fucking good. And then I don't okay. have a third because I don't eat cereal. I don't know. Okay. That's all I can <laughs> think of. Oh, Captain Crunch okay. is pretty good. Go with that. Oh, wrong. Here's the reality, Anyone... dude. All of these cereals t are delicious because they're all sugar. Like, they're all good. 
I don't like a lot of them. Is amazing. Yeah. Frosted Flakes is amazing. Like they're all good. Oh, they're okay. I don't know. Um It pisses me off when the chat right now says Cookie Crisp. I never fucking like that cereal. Like when I was in like middle school, elementary school and all my friends like that, I was like, dude, this cereal fucking blows dick and it still does. Interesting. So was that uh Somebody said the Oreos. What was that actual cereal called? Ore Oreo O's or some shit? I don't Oreo. know. I've never heard of those. It was the worst cereal I've ever had. So uh Deacon and Moose suck me off. Shit cereals. Interesting. Peanut butter Captain Crunch is good too. Wrong. It's good too. I mean, these are all desserts that we feed to children at fucking 8 a.m., right? Let's just be clear. So they all taste good. Oh, here we go. Here's the first cocksucker. And of course, that's Gabe saying Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. <laughs> Worst cereal out there. Reese's Puffs is not that good. Yeah. By cereal standards. So let's. Such shit. Let's for sure fucking move on. Well, he's homeless. So yeah. He is, he is a homeless man. He lives <laughs> on the corner of Lyman Avenue. Uh, <laughs> next one is from Covina, California. Bjorn. Follow 88 on Twitch, the drop child, one of the two drop children that I know of. Uh, when I get my PC, will I be able to use my PS4 account? No. If not, will I lose all my guns for Warzone and be behind everyone else? Also, Intel or AMD for gaming. Okay. Enter. Um... I'm pretty sure you can't use your account, your PS4 account and your PC. No, you're, you'd have Almost to positive. use an entire new. Yeah, you'd have to use an entire new account or buy the to, game to get a guitar actual account. Modern Warfare Cold yeah. War. Yeah, mm, yeah, exactly. Um, Intel or AMD for gaming. They're both really fucking good right now. Um, Intel was king for a while. The, the new AMD uh, chips are actually better now than the intel ones but it's just you won't be able to get them for two or three months and intel is in stock now so the new intel 10th series 10th i don't know it's not even the 10th gen but it's the 10 700 10 900 those are really good and the new amd is like 5700 5900 those are really good processors so. have they tested the new amd processors yet though yeah, they're they're faster than Intel in gaming and in Warzone and Cold War and all that. They get better frames, yeah. Then the 10900K? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's why I want to get one, but cuz it makes me furious that I have a 3090 and Gabe Gabriel Sal Perez who has my old 2070 is getting better frames than me, right? No. And it's just because he has the 10900K. It's a beast. Yeah, interesting. So, it is an insane processor, yeah. Uh yeah, I agree with everything there. Uh, I'm seeing in chat, by the way, Bjorn, the drop child, one of the two, uh, that cross progression is a thing now since Cold War is like linking everything. So that might be true. Uh, here's here's what I would say. Google it. What do you want? What do you want me to tell you? I hope in the last two months you fucking Googled it. Uh, I'll say that. <laughs> he's been waiting. Come on, dude. He's the drop child. He's 12. He is a 12 year old. So. All right. Well, Bjorn, hey, go to Google.com. Be careful what you type. Uh, and then type in fucking your question. Uh, real quick, it's the Olive, Princess Leia, the Submarino, let's fucking go, and Dr. Cloud with the 500 biddies. Jesus. Ladies and Dr. Cloud, thank you very much. Nice haircut, Raz, since pr says Princess Leia, double D. 
She said it's DD. It's double D now. So. Double D, double it's D'd up for sure. Double, double D'd up. Yeah. Uh, thank you, um, Olive. Welcome back. Four months and Doctor Cloud five hundred biddies. Thank you all very much. Much appreciated. Honored, humbled, and privileged. Welcome back to you as well, Olive. Uh, yeah. So thank you guys. I appreciate it. Let's move on. From EV Dog Four, change it. This is an interesting question. So let's get into it. Do you think Ground War should be a part of the Warzone playlist? Okay. Here's my thought process. If the new Warzone is going to be a mix between both games, like they say, I think there should be an easier way to level up guns because I'm new to Warzone. I wouldn't want to buy the Call of Duty. Okay. Well, this, yeah. This has been answered. Yeah. So, no, Ground War shouldn't be a part of the Warzone playlist, but the cross progression thing is out now. So, sorry, but your question's been answered. Let's move on. Rise and Shine. Is the Dropshot LLC considering a P.O. box? It'd be an opportunity for the community to shower you with gifts and fan mail. No anthrax. Sharing it on the pod <laughs> would be fun. Tanner. We've been asked this at least 10 times. So it's possible. We kind of looked into it, but I think it costs more uh, per month, per year than we had thought. So, I mean, if you're going to send just a stack of bills, then sure. Just if you're going to send us cash... And sure, we'll open it and afford it, right? If you're going to send me anthrax or something, though, then no, we're not going to do it. Yeah. So my so, thing... With, I don't know. My thing with this is like, okay, it's not even... I don't know how much it costs, because if it's like 100 bucks a year or something, I, that's fine. Whatever. It's like $8 a month. That's kind of a lot. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, the cost isn't so much the thing for me. It's that people keep saying they want to send us shit in the P.O. box. Probably actually none of you would actually do it. Yeah, you guys are all fucking talk. It's cool to say, oh, I want to send you this fucking uh, postcard I got from fucking Nepal or whatever. Uh, but then when, when we actually come on one day and we're like, hey, guys, we have a P.O. box. You're going to be like, eh, you know, I don't really feel like getting out my fucking quill and inkwell and like writing the fucking address and then buying a stamp, and then putting it in the mailbox. You guys are going to actually do it, right? <laughs> so, and I've seen this so often, just being on Twitch for as long as I have, but also, and perhaps especially with this program, people will ask for shit that they don't even use. That reminds me of a real specific example. Boy, I'm having a little trouble remembering. Do you have any very specific examples of something like that, Tanner, on your mind? I actually don't know what you you're don't? talking about, no. Well, one time, I was told by a certain Mr. Sal Manila to make a watch party channel, right? <laughs> he was riding my dick so hard. Make a watch party channel so that people can, like, talk in voice while they listen to the podcast live. And I was like, fine, dude, I'll do it. Made it. It didn't get used once for like three months. And even still, since then, six months ago, it's probably been used like five times. So people love to like <laughs> tell you they're going to do somebody shit or use shit and they just don't do it. Somebody was in it on Wednesday by themselves for like an hour. 
Really? I don't remember who. I don't think I'd ever even seen the name in Discord. He was just hoping somebody would join, and nobody did. Yeah. So, Sal, that's on you, you cocksucker. Yeah. Yeah, but people just do this all the It's not even Sal's fault, because, like, everyone does this. They just think they want things, but, like, they actually don't. So, anyways... I think we'll do a P.O. box. Honestly, for me, the biggest thing is, like, time right now. Like, I'm not going to go drive to the fucking station or what is it called? It's post office. It's a eighth of a mile from my house, so I could pick it up. Yeah. You know what we could do if people actually want to send us shit is do, um, uh, like, unboxing. Like yeah, one that's the un- part of this question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Sharing on the pod would be funny. Yeah, that would be a great idea. That would so. be cool. Like, Saturdays, we do, like, we start... Maybe in the pre-show, we do some unboxing. It'd probably be like once a month, if that. Which would, yeah, yeah, I think like once a month would be perfect, which would also make more people want to send shit so like they can see us open it. And don't, don't send me like the bag of dicks or whatever that everyone sends, like bag, eatadick.com or something, bag of dicks where you send a bunch of gummy penises. Just don't do that because I'll eat them. I don't care, right? (laughs) Just don't. Just send me regular gummy bears if you're going to do that. Yeah, yeah, so. Anyways, Ryzen, um, yeah, I think we're eventually going to have one, but like, yeah, right now, I don't know. We just, there, we have a lot of shit on our mind. P.O. Box isn't like super high on that list, but yeah. I think once oh. the website's set up, we'll probably at, get a P.O. Box, put the the P.O. Box address on there. That would be cool. And then have, have you guys uh, send us beer and absinthe and things of that kind. Go ahead, Tanner. Um, Moose God has a fantastic suggestion. He said, just give out Gabriel Saul Perez's full address and they'll send the shit to him. Well, he's homeless, right? That's so. a fantastic idea. He doesn't yeah, have a well, home, unfortunately, but, um, he's homeless now. So, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. People are going to send glitter, Christmas cookies, I food lace with Christmas LSD. Cookies. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. That's highly illegal, but <laughs> yeah, relax. Anyways. Uh, next one here. Good question, though. Eventually, we'll have one. From the brown note. Change it. Are either you or Tanner getting a 30 series card? <laughs> if yes, which one and why? Okay, so we both have 3090 FTW3 Ultra Editions graphics processing units by EVGA. <laughs> uh, so that one. I want to grab the SKU? So yeah. <laughs> I could. Uh, do you yeah. guys currently do 1080, 1440, or 4K? And what do you recommend? Tanner. Um, if you're like serious and trying to do really well and be like a sweat and have a high KD, 1080p is definitely what you want to play on. If you're kind of in between, like you're more than casual, uh, but like, you know, you're not a great, fantastic player. You know, your KDs may be between one and 1.5 at the most. 1440p probably is what you're playing on. And if you're 45 years old and you have a family, uh, your eyesight is failing you. Uh, yeah. Your wife doesn't love you anymore. You're going through a divorce. You're probably going to be on 4K gaming. So uh, we're still on 1080p, like I said, because we want the performance. I'll probably switch to 1440p soon. I've said that on the pod about 20 times, but I could, I, I could see. I'm not saying like anytime soon, but I can see like in two or three years for sure oh, going yeah, to maybe. a bigger monitor because we're just old, right? We're boomers. We need to see easier, maybe especially for with our these 30th shit- birthdays. We should buy fucking 4k monitors for ourselves. yeah <laughs> especially because these uh these shit video games that are made by activision treyarch infinity ward these days where you can't see anybody true you kind of need as big of a monitor as you can get right true so true so yeah um 
Yeah, 1080 has the best performance only because the fewer pixels on your screen, the faster they can be rendered, which means the more frames per second you get. More FPS is always better for performance, for like your performance, because you're getting updated information more con more often. Uh, that's why high frames is good. And if you wanted to figure out why that might be, imagine you're playing a game at one frame per second. So if someone's just appearing somewhere and then one second later they're appearing somewhere else, it would be very hard to like track that person and kill them. So you can extrapolate this to where two frames per second would be twice as good. You see them every half second. And then 300 frames per second, like I get, is a lot better. Because then you see them 300 times per second. So you can track people more easily. That's why you want like low pixels. Because you your whatever system you're running can do fewer pixels with more frames than uh than more pixels so that's why you want 1080 um and that's what we currently do i'm not switching to 1440 fucking anytime soon i'm going to be switching to 1440 when i can push about 300 frames on 1440 with whatever setup i have the, well the tech mm -hmm. the tech for that is not very close by the way so it's probably going to be more like five uh, years. You think okay. in two years, you're going to push 300 frames on a 2022 game at fucking no, 2K? No, no, no. But in two years, there will be affordable 1440p, 240 hertz monitors, I think. I don't give a shit about that. If you're not pushing 240 frames, it doesn't matter. Well, they go hand in hand. That's why they're not really a thing yet. Let me put it this way. If we upgrade it to 1440p, our frames per second, it would be exactly the same. That's right kind of true because we have overkill cars. Yeah. Yeah. It would be exactly the same. You might be right. You might be right. So, I mean, that's what my brother-in-law plays. Like, he didn't know I played on 1080p. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you play on 1080p? He gets better frames in Warzone than I do. And he has a 3090 also. And it's because he has a 10900K. Oh. And he plays on 1440p. Oh, 1440? Wow. Interesting. Yeah. He gets like... I think like 180 to 200. Maybe on I will usually. switch, dude. If I can get around 300 frames, then I would switch to 1440. It's a it's a big boy though. Like I don't know if you heard Ben. Um, ben got one. I have a 1440 on my desk. Because he doesn't listen to us, right? So Ben got a 27 inch, um, and he was like, "I didn't realize it was that big." Honestly, he's like, "It's yeah. a lot bigger than the 24." Like you, do, you wouldn't think three inches would be that big, but it is. Raz knows all That's about how big three inches. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Fucking idiot. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a twenty seven inch fourteen forty right here. That's my chat monitor. Because I got it Is for it? I got it for World of Warcraft. Because you don't need yeah. FPS and okay. Fucking well, wild. now that now that I know you have one, let me go on Amazon real quick and order a twenty seven inch because I'm sick of squinting. Right. Interesting. Well, this one is this one's like one forty four hertz. It's not two forty. So I'm I'm, I'm unwilling to do that. Obviously. I'm talking about for my top monitor where I read chat oh, since yeah, my yeah. chat is usually so lit. You know, I need more. Okay. I need a bigger monitor to read it. Keep that in mind for sure. So anyways, let's move on here. Uh, good question, by the way. Uh, next one is from our second drop child, Tyler08, who invented the name the drop child, by the way, which, which I laughed at. I didn't laugh harder than the two 12-year-olds having a conversation in Discord, by the way. That was the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen. Uh, Somebody said we should kick him out of the Discord because they're too young. There's an argument there, but nah. 
Is it an appropriate Discord for a child to be in? Of course not. Join, join and find out. Join the fucking join Discord and you guys will see. Find out. But I respect the, uh, you know, the moxie of two kids to find their way there. So I'm, I'm going to let them stay, even though yeah. it's it might be illegal, but I'll, I'm not going to kick them. Well, uh, anyways, the drop child, children, Tyler08, yeah. asks... Let's say you're in a nuclear wasteland like Fallout. So for your next uh, English quiz, okay, <laughs> you're, you've used the uh, possessive form, and you're supposed to use a contraction form. So let's say you are Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. So take that to seventh grade. Uh, what would you include in your bunker? Wi-Fi, gaming room, alcohol room, etc. Oh, you're 12. Chill with the alcohol room. Yeah, thoughts, let's, right? yeah, let's relax on that for sure. He's going to talk about cocaine and hookers next. So and they grow up so fast. Any friends you would like to have in your bunker? Also, what guns do you have in your armory? Okay. We've gotten a similar question and I'm going to cook you for it. But Tanner, go ahead. What do you mean you're going to cook me for it? No, not you, Tyler. Oh, okay. The drop okay. child. He's going to be. Okay. Cooked. What would you include in your bunker? Interesting. Interesting question. So, um, I think to start with, I'd have a nice, uh, nice kitchen, probably a big Island, a uh, little coffee bar in the corner, maybe, you, you know, a, a, of course okay. that vented out to the nuclear fallout. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. otherwise I would get carbon monoxide and die, but yeah. Um, have a nice little, uh, little coffee corner, maybe a little espresso machine. Um, well, of course, of course, I'd love to have Wi-Fi in a nuclear fall in a nuclear wasteland, right? Am I going to have it? Yeah, probably be, not. Probably great. not, Tyler. Yeah, That'd be great. No one else would be great going out, walking outside on somewhere on the planet of Earth, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good thing to do, too. I'd be fine maybe not, the, not bunker, the whole but... maybe not the whole Earth being destroyed or yeah. at least Los Angeles. Um, alcohol room. Yeah, we could throw, uh, I could have a cellar, maybe a nice little wine cellar kept at the ideal temperature. I don't know what that is, but I can research it and figure it out. Maybe in the fifties, forties, maybe 40 degrees Fahrenheit or something. What friends would you have in your bunker? Nobody. Me and my wife, everyone else can suck me off. Don't care. Um, I don't want to live down there with friends for years. Who knows? So no, they can find their own fucking bunker. Uh, what guns do I have in my armory? Oh boy. I don't know. I'm just more about peace and love, you know? I don't know if I want any guns. Okay. Kind of want to be. Well, in that case. Well, what, what do I'm I need a gun for? By. I can't. What do I need a gun for? I can't go outside, right? What am I going to do? Shoot myself? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what am I going to do with a gun, Tyler? Maybe. Yeah. So I can this shoot one... radioactive rats or what? Like, yeah. what am I going to do? Yeah. Well, Tyler, here's the problem with your question. If there's no constraints, why wouldn't I just say all of it? Why would I not want Wi-Fi, a gaming room, an alcohol room? Oh, okay, let's add a fucking, uh, a fucking, uh, God damn it! what's the word? Shit. I forgot Internet. the word. Mezzanine? That's like a thing. <laughs> That's a thing, right? Let me, let me Google it is a mezzanine. Thing. Mezzanine, it came to mind. I don't remember what Googlers? it is. A low story between two others in a building. Typically between the ground and first floors. Oh, okay. That's cool. Here's an image. So you didn't know what it was. I had a feeling it was this. I was thinking of like a, is it a veranda? All these weird words. Foyer? It's a veranda. 
a roof platform along the outside of a house. Yeah, this is what I was thinking of. I'd have that as my bunker. This house. Right? I can't wait to see this. Because there's no constraints, so I'll just have everything, right? This is why your question is flawed. You have to... <laughs> Come on, dude, he's 12. Relax. He's 12, and I'm educating him, okay? This is educational, Tyler. If you're going to make a question like this, like, oh, what would you want in your bunker? I Don't allow me to just say all of it. You have to say you have to pick three things or something. So figure it the fuck out. What guns don't know, don't care. Doesn't matter. If I did have guns, as Tanner said, I would just kill myself. I, what are you going to do? If there's no internet. If there's internet, I'm chilling. Uh, you know, I'll be fine. I'll die of natural Gaming. causes. I'll just game all day. But I wouldn't have any kids to shoot their bodies in Call of Duty <laughs> multiplayer. So is that a life worth oh, living? Yeah. Is life worth living if you can't body shoot 12-year-olds like Tyler in Call of Duty on Nuketown 24-7? It's not. It might not be. I'd rather, be, yeah, no, I'd rather be I'd dead. I'd rather shoot my own body in real life, in-game, of course. Uh, but anyways, Tyler, <laughs> good try, Chief. I'm kidding. That question was fine. I enjoyed it. Uh, next one. King Camper, long-time listener. How do the pod's estimated revenues compare to the actual <laughs> revenues since start? What is their projected revenue for 2021? Okay. So revenue is like, that's like all the money that comes into a business, right? Or is that net? Okay, there's net, there's revenue, and there's profit. Revenue and net, I feel like, are the same thing. Like, revenue is just money that comes in, and then you subtract expenses, and you get profit, right? Revenue. Let's look up the actual definition. Revenue. Um, the total amount of income yeah. generated by the sale of goods or services. Yeah. Okay. So that's, yeah. So, rev okay. So... It's gross sales, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, uh, Tanner, your thoughts? I, I don't know. Millions of dollars, hopefully? Yeah. Okay. I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay, all right, good talk. Uh, <laughs> more than now, how about that? Hopefully it's more next year than now. More than as, now, yeah. As long as it's not worse, I don't, I don't care. You yeah, know? yeah, well, okay. Uh... So we didn't have estimated revenues. Actually, we did have estimated revenues, zero United States dollars. Those, that was what we estimated this program would make uh, before we started it. Compared to actual revenues, actual revenue, because you guys are dumb, right? Because you're dumb people who like to waste money, is pretty nice. Pretty nice. Uh, so way get better. Scammed. Way better. Get scammed. Way better than we possibly could have imagined. Um, and then projected revenue for 2021. I don't know yet, really, to be honest. It's hard to project shit like that. If you've had a bit, we, I mean, we haven't even had the podcast for a year. So we don't, we don't have anything. We don't have much upon which to project. Yeah. So, so maybe after a year, you can do some more projections. You could look at like month to month and then like, you know, find the fucking straight line. Uh, I'm a, I'm, I was not a business major if that wasn't obvious. Uh, but yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what the projected revenue is. But we've been... I mean, we're, we're making more every month than the last month so far. And that is all thanks to you uh, retards <laughs> who, who uh, support this program. So thank you. Uh, and get scammed, of course. But no, on a real note, I don't know. But hopefully we can quit our fucking dog shit job soon. 
and make a lot more fire content. But we can perhaps revisit be that. Be super topic. ideal. It would be ideal. We're getting like sort of close, especially with Patreon, by the way. Join the fucking Patreon, $5 a month. It is the best way to support us, and it's best for you. You get four bonus episodes. That's the most you can do with $5 to support us. That's the most you can get with $5 to support this program. And we get like 95% of that money, or 93%. So it's just a win-win. So if you want to waste your money, do it on Patreon first. If the Patreon gets high enough, we will quit our jobs, and then I'll have enough time to give you, King Camper, a detailed uh, analysis and business projection uh, for 2021. So keep that in mind. Next is from Korkar. Okay, question to Raz. How does it feel to be known as Tanner's less funny co-host? Now I said before we started this that we were going to be breezing through these questions because they're old, <laughs> right? Yeah. So we're just going to move on. Uh, okay. Read a book, Young Evan. If you had the chance, would you go public? Tanner. Do you know what this means? If somebody gave me a big enough check, yeah. Yeah. Somebody wrote me a big fat check, I don't give a fuck. No, yeah. probably not. I don't know. That's a good question, actually. Um, I don't know I mean, exactly no, what I mean, going public means, to be honest. I, I mean, nobody would want that because that means we would basically be controlled by somebody else, right? So it wouldn't be the same program, so it wouldn't matter, which means nobody would want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. We'd be little rats, basically. Yeah. 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 I don't know exactly what go public means. It would depend on a lot, obviously. If that just means, like, we get bought out or something, I don't, yeah, I don't know what go public means. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, but if, like, someone wanted to, like... Yeah, going public means you can, like, sell stock on, like, the fucking... It means there's, like, shareholders, basically, right? Yeah. So that means people own part of the company, which means we wouldn't be the owners. There would be other people that are the owners as well. Yeah, we'd have, like, a board of directors or something. Yeah, so we'd get fired, right? They'd fire us. <laughs> we'd, well, we'd we would tell shot, somebody to actually, kill themselves yeah. in-game, of course, and we'd be fired. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know. I don't know what my answer to this is. Uh, but I would do a lot for a big enough paycheck. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and I will suck your dick for a big enough paycheck. So Any rats? Jesus. No, I don't know. I Yeah, I don't know. I would need to like a specific proposal in front of me to like evaluate it because if it was like like a fucking I don't know if Activision wanted to buy this podcast fuck it would take a lot of money but I would if there is a number that I would say yes to but for Activision that number would be really fucking high because then the program would be a different program and I wouldn't want to do that unless I could like Unless we're talking millions of dollars, then you can all go fuck yourselves. Uh, I'm, hey, si let me just cash out, dude, right? Obviously. But if like, but it, it would have to be a fuck ton of money if like Activision wanted to, because they would just completely control us and we wouldn't be able to be critical anymore. And then there would really be no reason to have a podcast. But like, if fucking, I don't know, um... Uh, like guntrackerstats.net wanted to buy us out 
or something. They their values are not misaligned with ours. So I would I would be willing to accept a lot less money from them be, because I would we wouldn't have to like change how the program goes if we did. That makes sense. Go ahead, Tanner. Um, what if Activision offered you a measly <clears throat> 20 grand to get rid of the podcast and it'll, it would never be a thing again. Fuck no. 20 grand. <laughs> no fucking shot. Yeah. No shot. 20 grand is not changing anyone's life, dude. What am no. I going to do with that? And then like, dude, this is, I feel like there's a lot of dumb people that are like, Oh, I'm taking the money, dude. Yeah. Well, no. you're fucking dumb, right? No way. Yeah. It would have to be life changing amount. Like a, like a, like a retire Retirement well, amount. Or close. I don't know about that. Yeah, maybe not retirement. But not retirement. Even if it lot. was enough to like not work for even like five years fuck and not have no. to worry about it. Oh, that would be that would be plenty for me. I don't give a fuck. Later. And, see ya. Well, it depends on what Fucking you mean by see ya. enough to not work for five years. Well, I'm not gonna live off top ramen, but I'm also not gonna fly in a private jet to Hawaii every weekend. Or Italy or Croatia, where I've been. You know? I see what you're saying, but the goal for me is to be in this space and this be my career until I'm dead. So if I get enough to live for five years, that would be nice. But then after five years, I'd have to go get an absolute shit job like I have now. (laughs) You get hired back in the same company. Exactly. And the whole reason that, or one of the whole reasons that I started this program is because I like doing this kind of stuff and I'd want to make this my living forever so five years would not be enough for me fuck no uh so I don't know I don't know it's an interesting thought but let's just move on here I would I would be in all seriousness I wouldn't want I would never I don't think do this podcast and like totally 180 and like censor myself I find that very difficult to do, as you guys may have figured out by now. So, like, if Activision wanted to get involved or some shit, it would be real tough for me to, like, say yes. And this is all fantasy, right? Because we're not on fucking Activision's radar. But anyways, let's move on. Uh, Steel Switch. Okay, this is, I gotta zoom out because this is a little too long here. Number one. Q&A asker. This is a nice hearty hello to the gentleman of the Dropshot podcast, K. I've seen the blueprints blueprints will be returning in Cold War. If you were to overhaul the blueprint system, what changes would you make? Step one better be to put the real name of the fucking weapon in the blueprint description. None of this assault rifle, hotel, and foxtrot bullshit. Absolutely and they still agree. do that. That's what's funny. They, and they still, still tweet out. Yeah. Yes. And even in their they're patch so notes, because they're the dumbest people I've ever met. Postscriptum, K, change it. Raz, does that large horse dick ever get wet? Not lately. Uh, and I'm not talking about it dropping in the bowl every time you sit down and take a piss like a little girl, K. Uh, oh, I thought that's I what missed, he meant. I did too, yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, and it fell in the water, yeah. Well, let's move on. Uh, so, if I were to overhaul the blueprint system, what changes would I make? Tanner, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, to start with, I would love if you could change the attachment portion, like of a specific looking blueprint and it still look that same way. Right. So if I have like a stock that has 
a cool look to it or like a cool design that no other stock gives. I want to be able to keep that if I change that to a different type of stock, right? So I want to keep like that same camouflage pattern or whatever's on there on that. It's pretty simple. And that's what we thought they were going to do with when the Frankensmithing came to uh, Modern Warfare. And of course it wasn't. You either use their exact blueprint or you change one attachment and it throws off the entire thing. So uh, another thing is it would be ideal if their blueprints were actually decent, right? Hey, maybe give me a good blueprint. There wasn't one good blueprint put in Modern Warfare ever that was the perfect gun setup that you would actually use. There's not one. Not exaggerating. There's some that were close. There was like a growl blueprint that was pretty good, I think. It was like one attachment off of being yeah. like the build everyone used. Right. But other than that, they're, li they're just fucking dumb. They just make these for no reason. And I get it. It's because they add 60 attachments for every weapon when really only 10 of those total attachments are decent or even usable. So it's like they want people to try other things, so they make these blueprints. They're dumb. They suck. Um, yeah, it's a good idea. I just, yeah, it's just implemented poorly. I want to, I guess that's really it. I don't know. I can't think of what else I'd want to change with it, but it's not ideal what it is. Yeah. Well, that's a good question, Steel. I agree with what Tanner said, but outside of that, I can't really think of anything else I would change. Uh, any other problems I would have with blueprints would be problems with the gunsmith itself. Uh, the menu takes too long to navigate, uh, but also, I don't know how... Especially they could, in Cold War. Yeah, but also, I don't know how they could, like, change that, really. Uh, they could probably optimize a few things, but it, it's not something like it's not that huge of a deal to me um what was i gonna say uh yeah i think that's pretty much it i would also like for there to be custom blueprints in cold war that would be nice but there aren't any yet like save your own blueprint yeah that better be coming with season one i'm expecting so much from season one if they just give Dude. us like an update with bug with bug fixes and like um, you know, the store and just like two new maps and just nothing else, no other content. I'm gonna be so mad. I think I'm actually we're gonna just get bored a lot, already. Though. Yeah. I hope so. I have yeah. high hopes. At the same time, if we're gonna get that much, it's like, why wasn't some of this shit just in the game at launch? True. Like they really needed those extra three weeks but to I, add those things in. I agree with you. But I also we've been seeing a lot of different leaker accounts um talking about how this is like they're talking about how Treyarch is saying internally that this is going to be the most uh, fucking content for this year of all Call of Duty games. You've seen this floating well, around, haven't you? Well, they they said this year in general is going to have the most content of all oh, Call of Duty games. That's a Not good this season, just no, this yeah, year in, in general. Yeah. I, yeah. I did see, though, they're saying there's going to be uh, more more um oh fuck i can't think of the term basically more old maps brought back than ever this yes, year which is a um, big fucking remastered that's the word i was looking for more remastered maps this year than any other game that's the best news i've ever heard yeah so that'll be good hopefully they don't fucking butcher them like they did nuketown but let's move on they will nuketown's the worst map ever made okay that's go let's not move on from that I, you are fake news thank you joey bone 101 change it i'm considering competing in tournaments for 2021 
What tips would you guys give for getting into the competitive <laughs> scene? Tanner. Well, if it's for Cold War, use a controller, and I'm sure you'll do fucking great. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about the competitive scene in 2021. Uh, hey, if you'd asked me this question 10 years ago, I could have answered you, but now I... I don't know. I actually don't know how any of it works. Like we were kind of talking about earlier, I think there's like websites now, or there are some sort of websites now where you can join like open league uh, tournaments and whatnot, but it sounds like you're just going to run into cheaters. So I don't know. It's like Raz said, it's basically not worth it. It's like, what do you, hardly any of you are going to go pro unless you're really good and you may actually have a chance at like getting into the pro league at some point. I, I don't know. Yeah. Find something else to do, right? Yes, yeah, do something else. Dude, if you want to, like, play Call of Duty for a living, the way to do that is to, like, stream or make YouTube videos. It's to make YouTube videos and then maybe stream later. YouTube videos, yeah. Look at Swag, dude. S-W-A-G-G -G on YouTube. He started on YouTube, like, seven years ago, and he got a huge YouTube channel because he was doing good videos consistently, and he's a good player. Use a controller, but he's a good player. Uh, and then he went to Twitch after he had like 900,000 YouTube subs. And now his Twitch is super popular. And a lot of people only know him for his Twitch. But the reason he's so big on Twitch is because his YouTube was huge. So anyways, if you want to play Call of Duty and make money doing it, don't compete. That's the advice. Because even if you Unless are, you go pro, then yeah, you're never going to make any money. Even if you're pro, you're not going to make that much money, dude. Like, most of the pros don't make that much money. Like, think of, like, the sixth most guy. Most of them, yeah. Think of the sixth guy on, like, Optic this year. What's his name? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> okay, great. So he's not getting any sponsors. He's being paid by Optic a salary. It's probably pretty good money. And it's a cool experience, for sure, to, like, live in the gamer house, say you competed competitively, whatever. Uh, but you're not getting, like, sponsorship money. You don't really have time to stream. And even if you did, uh, you're not going to be as popular as, like, Scump or whatever. Uh, and even then, you're not going to be as pop po uh, popular as Tim the Tapman, who's way worse than all of you, and still yeah. makes more money than you made this year in a week. Uh, so the reality is it don't go competitive. You won't, you probably won't be a pro. And if you do become a pro, you're probably not going to be a superstar in the scene. This is like someone saying like, Oh, I want to be in the NBA. Like, what should I do? Stop. <laughs> Stop trying. Be, and, be good. <laughs> be, be good enough. Yeah. Which probably isn't the case. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, don't do it. Uh, but if you're really insistent on competing in tournaments, um, then I wouldn't know what to tell you. I would say search for a subreddit about competitive Call of Duty. They There's probably a subreddit for that, yeah. Yeah, okay, great. And they probably have a resource or like a, like a, like a stickied post there with a bunch of different like links. Like here's a forum for finding teammates. Uh, here's like this Twitter account that like announces all the new open tournaments that you could sign up for, blah, blah, blah. Just dive, like immerse yourself in that world. You'll learn a bunch of shit about it and then you'll be equipped to answer that question. 
uh, better than we have today. But you're you, you're gonna have it's gonna be a lot of fucking work, and yeah. it probably won't be worth it. Because what you probably want is you want to you want to play Call of Duty for a living. The easier way to do that, dude. This is also a it's also a dream job to play a video game and make money full time doing that. Let me be clear. But it's far less likely that you do that being a CDL pro than it is you being like a streamer. Like this Jordy dude that I'm seeing all over fucking TikTok. Oh my god. That guy is Omega successful and he's like pretty new. Cuz he He's very new. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the the way he did that was he had like he made a TikTok, which is like the hot new social media thing. And then he made a bunch of like clips go viral cuz he dressed up as Sonic the Hedgehog and he just fucking peaked his compressor on his mic and it was hilarious he has good content on, on tiktok by the way uh, it's pretty funny he's an absolute dipshit but it's pretty funny and then he sent people to his twitch channel and now he probably makes very good money but he didn't he didn't go pro and he didn't have to practice 16 hours a day to fail at being a pro that's what you want to do if you want to play call of duty competitively do something like that so anyways yeah. sorry if that wasn't helpful but I, yeah, I, when did this guy start streaming? Because by he has thirty four hundred viewers right now, right this second. Uh, that's fucking crazy, dude. Interesting. That is crazy. It says yeah, it's, it's like, like if, little cake day, but dude, he's only been streaming for six months. There you go. There you go. See if if you can find a little market like that, like TikTok, which is easy to grow on too that's yeah that's good advice that raz is giving i mean even like exclusive ace he has an extremely successful youtube channel i think he's almost at nine hundred thousand subscribers by now and he streams on twitch as well like when in his free time um and usually when he's streaming it's because he's like getting content for his youtube video a lot of it like gameplay but he just does that just on the side because i mean compared to his youtube where he has almost a million subs he will at some point in 2021 when he streams, he's only getting two, three hundred viewers. Like, it's nothing crazy. He just does it on the side and it's supplemental. And, you know, he's getting a little extra cash on the side. Yeah. But, like, it all comes from his YouTube. That's yeah. what all of it is. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good advice you gave him. Thanks, just, tell him to, just tell him to give up on his dreams, basically. Well, it, because I see through the question. Yeah. He's not asking, how do I be a COD pro? He's asking... How do I play video games all day like the degenerate piece of trash that I am? Which, by the way, me too, by the way. I'm not, this is not a, this is a moral indictment on you, but I share the, the same, whatever. Uh, yeah. What you're actually asking is how do I play video games all day and make money doing it? Not COD competitive. Change it. Make, make TikToks, make a YouTube channel, grow that way. It's far more likely and you'll make far more money doing that if you make it than you would in COD competitive and you won't have to play for 16 hours a day doing scrims, which those people don't enjoy. Even if it sounds like you think you'd enjoy <laughs> that, of course you wouldn't. They don't like the game by like January. Yeah, they get, yeah, they get tired of it. I mean, imagine playing Ramaza Search for four hours straight for like six days in a row. Like, oh, never, oh, no, this is not what I signed up for. I wanted to be fucking holding up the trophy in Anaheim. Like, okay, sure. Yeah. You, you know, but anyways. Next one is from... Go ahead. 
I was going to say something. I think it's interesting, too, when we're talking about, like, how you can grow using different platforms. Jordy, every time he's live streaming on Twitch, have you see, have you came across that on TikTok? He has his TikTok open. His phone is open, just showing him. He, so he's live on TikTok, and it's just showing him. It's like his face interacting yeah. with his Twitch chat. He says, go to so my he's, Twitch. Yeah. yeah, he's live streaming on TikTok that entire time. Just saying, go to my Twitch channel right now. I'm streaming on there. This He's really smart when it comes to that shit. That is fucking huge, bro. I've never dude. seen anyone do that. Yeah, Me he's neither. got some... Yeah, he's a smart fucking kid for sure. He's going to be huge. Yeah, agreed. And the TikToks where he's not dressed as Sonic the Hedgehog are actually better content. Yeah. I don't like the Sonic. I don't know why he's doing that. I think he's just trying too hard at that point. Because he's funny. With, he doesn't need some dumb costume, right? I think Where he's just he has funny. like the kid. He's like, hey, my mom just died. If we yeah. like, she's, she'll buy me a PS5 if we win this. And then he just drives the Jeep off the map, gets out, kills the kid. So fucking funny, dude. Or like when he always does ones now where like people will donate. It, it'll be like, <laughs> it'll be like 50,000 bits and he'll just like read the message like it's nothing. Just it's so funny. Too, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you're shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's all right. Thanks for the 50,000 bits, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's great. That's great. So, anyways, shout out to Jordy, friend of the pod. Next question from Garch. I found myself in a rut on KBAM and feels like I've lost some agility in my fingers and mouse. Just seems like I've lost my snap and not enjoying the game much at the moment. What advice would you give to get your mojo back? Now, this is an interesting question. It's a good question. And before Tanner answers it, I would like to let you all know that I'm about to get up and piss out of my huge white dick. <laughs> so okay. I will be right back. Also, kill a cam with that gifty boy. Thank you, brother. Sorry, 24 minutes ago. I just saw it. Thank you, dude. Killa, I love you. Honored, humbled, and privileged. Tanner, go ahead. Okay. Um... Well, first of all, maybe go to the doctor's garch because I'm not sure what's going on there with your fingers. Um, what? I don't know what he said. Probably something rude, though. He also just humped the camera before he got up and left. Um, I've lost my snap. I think you got to just keep grinding through. I mean, everyone has ruts. I feel it often, too. Like you just you feel like you're not playing as well. Um, I think skill-based matchmaking has something to do with that, too. You probably think you're playing a lot worse than you really are, whereas it's just you're playing against really good players is another thing. So I think, yeah, I'll just keep grinding through it. Again, I've never done the aim trainer, aim trainers, uh, drinking straight scotch, by the way. Um, I think that would be something good to try out. If you're feeling like you're in a bad rut and you're not doing good, that's probably the perfect time to do an aim trainer like Raz talks about. So maybe try Kovacs, see how you like it. Maybe that'll get your mojo back, as you call it. I I kind of feel you on that sometimes, but it's just more for me. I kind of just go through phases where I'm just like, I don't feel like playing video games right now. I'm just bored. I don't want to play this game. Um, things like that. But I've never really had the feeling where it's like my fingers are feeling weird. I don't, I don't know, dude, unless you haven't been playing on keyboard and mouse that long that I can see it. Like you're still kind of a beginner. You're probably still figuring things out. Um, I would say aim trainers, give that a shot. Like Raz said, try like putting your wrist in a different position. Um, you know, putting more of your like arm on the desk versus just your forearm, maybe not rest your forearm at all on the desk. Try different grips on your mouse. There's a lot of different things you can do. 
But if you're going to test all that, if you think you're not doing well, then do that in an aim trainer. Yeah. <clears throat> what did you say when you yelled when you left? I said you have MS. So, Jesus. Which is multiple sclerosis. So, yeah, okay. So, Garch, uh, first I would try seeing a neurologist. Uh, and then after that, <laughs> once you get a clean bill of health, uh, I agree with the aim trainer thing. So, yeah, I don't know how much experience you have on KBAM. But the, another good, like, if you used Kovac, so there's like a, there's Kovac's playlists. One of them is like Call of Duty specific. And it's like, you play like seven scenarios for like two minutes each. And then that's a total of like 15 minutes, 14 minutes. And then after that, go play Call of Duty. If you do that before every Call of Duty session, you'll start to get a sense of what your scores are on each different playlist in Kovacs. And then you have like a benchmark of where you're usually at. So you can do like the Kovacs playlist and then play Call of Duty that day. And then you can think, man, I did really well in Call of Duty today. And then you can the next day do your Kovacs again. And then if you do really bad in Call of Duty that day, you can see, well, was my Kovac score better or worse than yesterday or about the same? If it was way worse, then that would explain why you're doing worse in game in Call of Duty. Because your aim is just not there today. Why would that be? Unironically, it might be cold out and your like fingers have lost agility. This has happened oh. to me sometimes. Almost never because I live in Southern California and it's 108 degrees in my room. But when it gets real cold, sometimes my fingers will get like cold and it's like annoying. I don't feel like it affects my aim very much, but um, but also like you could have not slept that well that night and then your aim is worse and then you do worse in Call of Duty. So Kovax would just be a good like diagnostic tool to where you can like see how well you usually perform and then how your day's performance that day compares to how you normally do. And if, like, you do way better on Kovacs than you normally do, and then you have a way worse day in COD than you normally do, that'll tell you something. My aim wasn't shit today. It was something else. Could have been skill-based smashmaking. Could have been that a new season came out. Could be this gun I'm using. Could be my map positioning is shit or worse than it usually is. I'm trying to push too hard. Whatever. But Kovacs can at least, like, isolate a variable, which is the most important variable, which is aim. Uh, and that can be helpful. Uh, so, I would definitely do that. Um, but if you're not enjoying the game that much, stop playing it. That's my biggest piece of advice. Don't play Call of Duty if you don't feel like playing it. Oh, sick. All right. What do, we, what do you want to play tonight, then? <laughs> Unless oh. you have to. Like, we're... Like we are. Um... Like, yeah, dude, you're just playing video games, bro. If you're not having fun, turn it off. Go play something else. Go play Battlefield if you want to play another FPS. Or maybe well, don't. That's what I've been told. Don't, don't, don't uh, suggest Battlefield, okay, yeah. whatever. Another shooter. Maybe uh, five years ago suggest it, but not now. Or, you know, go play Skyrim uh, or something else. Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Ooh, yeah, I need to try that, so. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's what I would say, but... I don't know, man. Everyone has ruts and everything all the time. It, you're probably not going to do that well if you're not having fun playing the game, by the way. So if you're not enjoying it, that will lead you to probably do worse and vice versa. If you're doing worse, probably going to enjoy it less. 
So, uh, just some things to keep in mind. Next one is from Choi5150. What is the one conspiracy you believe in that kind of embarrasses you to publicly admit? Have we answered this? No. Okay. I don't uh, think so. Go ahead. Rat. I... Did we? I swear I feel like we did. We've talked about conspiracy theories at some point. Because I think... I don't, I don't know. I don't really... I don't really believe any conspiracy theories, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Not that there's none that I like actually believe and I'm embarrassed to admit because I just, I don't know. There's a lot of fucking dumb ones out there. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm not usually. I think conspiracy theories are extremely interesting, and I like to learn about different ones and like watch YouTube videos on them and shit. But I usually don't agree with them. I'm just like, oh, these these kids are retards. I get it. But it's like I don't I don't believe them, right? Yeah. Like people that say like Sandy Hook was like a fake shooting and all this. I mean, see, like some of it was it Sandy Hook? I I think it was Sandy Hook. Some of them were interesting because it's true. It's like yes, because there's like went to court for it. Yeah. (laughs) You love Alex Jones. <laughs> See, I don't believe conspiracy theories, but I love Alex Jones. That's that's what I have to say. Um, but it's like some of those videos of Sandy Hook, how they're like, these are paid actors, like not parents. It shows the parents like laughing, like as they're walking in that the door. They're weird, all they're dude. all laughing, smiling. I'm not kidding. She gets up to the stand, she's laughing. Her face just completely changes. She has a dead serious face and she starts like crying immediately. See, that shit's fucking weird. I'm like, okay, that that was not normal, I don't think. I mean, mm-hmm. my child in third grade wasn't just gunned down, so I don't know how I would act. But that's weird. That does not seem normal. Like, it's just like, it's like a snap of a finger. Her attitude changed. So things like that, I think, are interesting to learn about. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't think this was some government job to push gun Take control or gun- w- yeah, whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, because it didn't work, by the way. It did, yeah. So. Yeah. Trump pushed more gun laws than Obama did, by the way. So everyone keep that in mind. But, um. Yeah. I think they're interesting. I just don't usually believe them. Yeah. 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 Um. I, mm. Yeah. Chat's true. So mo- most have a strange amount of truth to them. That's, I think, the best way you can put it. There are certain things you're like, because it's so one-sided. You're like, oh, this is true. But it's like you don't know anything else about that statement. It's just you're hearing that portion of it. Yes. So it's like parts of it are left out. It's like, um, what was that documentary about the guy? Change. No, not at all. Uh, okay. but the documentary, uh, Making a Murderer. Did you watch that show? Some of it. I was so that show at the time for most of it, but. So okay, okay. We, we get it. You God, had, that's when I turned it off. We get it. You've had you've had sex at one point in your life. That's not what I mean. <laughs> you're not saying, you're not a I virgin. I, I get don't it. watch I get Netflix it. anymore. Go on. Okay, go ahead. That. I remember that show. It's like, oh, how could anyone think this guy is guilty? Like, there's no way. But it's because their story only tells their side of the story. Then you start doing your own research and finding out all these other weird things that, of course, it's like, oh, of course they left out because that's how you would have known. Oh, this guy's guilty. 
because yeah. they leave that part out, right? Right. So that's how conspiracy theories are too. But extremely interesting. I love watching shit about that. Yeah, agree. I a thousand percent agree with everything you said. Like they're all interesting and they're all compelling when you watch the comp- conspiracy theory documentary because they're trying to make a case that there was a conspiracy. So they give you all the weird information or like the anomalous shit and then they make a narrative out of it that makes sense. And a lot of these are very well done and they're very compelling. But I didn't know anything about this guy's case until I saw Making a Murderer. So it's not like something I know all about and then they like gave me additional information. It's like if you only get that one side, you'll be you'll be a lot more likely to to believe it. Um, but I'm I have a triple digit IQ, so I know that that is like <laughs> usually the case, right? Uh, so I don't really believe in like many conspiracy theories at all, really, uh, other than ones that like have been proven to be true, like Operation Northwoods. That was a conspiracy theory. That's a that they conspired to do that, and then JFK struck it down. Uh, shout out JFK, friend of the pod. Uh, but yeah, uh, outside of that, I don't, I don't know. No, I, I don't. I just don't spend too much time like thinking about them because it would take so much research to either debunk a conspiracy theory or to like affirm it. Like, I would have to learn so much, and I don't have time or inclination to do that. Like, oh, Tower 7. Like, what's the deal with Tower 7? Yeah, see, that. that's what I was going to bring. That is a weird one. Mullet's right. That's a very strange one. It's weird, but also, I'm not an engineer. I'm not a rocket scientist, a literal fucking jet engine, jet propulsion expert. I'm not a physicist. I'm not a commercial airline pilot. I'm not a New Yorker. I was nine years old in 2001, uh, and I don't know more than any layman about 9-11, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you 9-11 was an inside job because Building 7 fell at freefall speed from debris that lit the building on fire. Now, that sounds unlikely, right? <laughs> like, at, at the, on the surface... Sounds pretty unlikely. Sounds like maybe there's some foul play at work here. And I'm not saying I know anything to the contrary because I don't because I don't have time to research this. But uh, there could be truth to it. I just don't know and I don't care enough to actually go figure it out myself because it doesn't... At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I think, right? If I, like, am convinced that 9-11 was an inside job, what next? What am I going to do? File a lawsuit? <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, now I United- know. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, what am I going to do with that information? Like, oh, okay, well, 9 11 was a job. Let me fucking clock into work again and make $15 an hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, always the really dumb people, too, that think con- conspiracy theories are true. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's I mean, so funny. I do believe in some of them, probably, or like, I believe in a lot of them more than I disbelieve them, but I'm not very confident. Because I just don't know anything about any of this shit. Well, <sighs> so like if someone in my office was like fired for sexual harassment, but like I know all this stuff about why they were actually framed, 
that's a conspiracy theory that they were framed. I might believe in that conspiracy theory, but also I would be in a position to know with a high degree of certainty that it was in fact a conspiracy theory or not. Cause I have like all the information, but with like all the popular ones like UFOs, Bigfoot, 9-11, I don't have nearly enough information and I don't care enough to find out. So I don't, I don't believe them, but I don't necessarily disbelieve them either. It's just like the people that, that always say uh, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. It's like <laughs> yeah. nobody ever said the steel was melting, you dumb shit. It just gets to a certain point where it's so weak that it can't hold up the weight. So it collapsed. I mean, how hard is that to understand? Of course, it's not just the steel isn't just melting and turning into just a puddle of melted steel, right? Of course not. It just weakens and then the whole fucking thing falls. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to talk about one. I do believe it's how every, anyone that ever wrongs the Clintons is always found dead in the street with a bullet in the back of their head and their wallet still there mysteriously. So, oh, yeah, that suicide one, I, that one by I do three believe gunshots to the, the back Clinton, of the head. Yeah, Hillary and Bill have killed so many people for sure. But and you don't ever hear you don't hear in a video as, game. Of course, twitch.tv slash Razadon is where as, we're as, live. Is that against program. Is that against TOS? I the Clintons might come assassinate you. Let's put it that way. I don't know. Okay. I don't. I don't know if it's TOS, but it might be. But go on. I doubt um, it. But go on. Yeah, just like how I mean, there's so many stories like that of people that were in with them that you know tried to do something like speak out uh, against them or like file some sort of lawsuit, and then oh, next thing you know, that person was found with three gunshots, two in their back, one in the back of their head, walking down the street in Washington D.C. and their wallet and everything was still intact. It's yeah, like that's robbery, that's a way. hit, right? That's that doesn't that's not random. I don't care what you say. So things like that, I believe, are true. I think there's a lot of cover-ups with within our government, but like all all those dumb ones, Sandy Hook, things like that, nine yeah. eleven. I don't think any of that are conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, Epstein didn't kill himself. I think that is a true statement. And, but the thing is, I'm not embarrassed to publicly admit that. No, he was murdered for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Two security cameras both went offline. And the guard fell asleep because what is fucking he had a meatball parm for lunch and he just took a nap. What are yeah. we doing? Come on. And Come then, of course, in these of course, in these things like the um, <laughs> they always say the video cameras weren't recording or weren't working. Both of them, by the way. Yeah, it's fucking insane. And he's the most high profile criminal in the United States at the time. And they let the guard fall asleep. And both security cameras malfunction. Okay, dude. That's a okay. conspiracy theory I absolutely believe in. But I'm not embarrassed to admit that publicly. Olek said in chat, the only time buildings fell in history from a plane hitting it was the Twin Towers. All other buildings in the world did not fall. Okay, when, when ever did a jetliner full of jet fuel hit a building? Ever. Of that size at like I, 400 uh, miles an hour yeah, yeah it's just full speed dead in this that's what people oh, yeah there's probably one happening of it ever in it the wing probably clipped it or something something dumb like that i don't know yeah yeah like yeah how long have we had this fucking dog shit mouse how long have we had jetliners how long have we had skyscrapers I mean, we've had jets for less than 100 years. We've had 
skyscrapers in New York for probably 150 or so. Mm-hmm. So, how often did a jetliner literally <laughs> plunge its nose into a building? Probably not many times. So, <laughs> not many times. I don't know. Yeah. Now, Oleg said, "Look into it," and this is goes back to my original point. I'm absolutely not going to look into it. I don't have time, and I don't care enough. So that's that's my point. I maybe I could be convinced, but it would take me hours of research to come to any like conclusion, which I just don't care enough to do. Because why would I? What what do I do next? You know. So anyway, Chewy, good question. Uh, let's move on here. Car Mega asks. I find in Warzone and in Search and Destroy a troubling lack of balance in my aggression, which I think might be due to me not taking it very seriously and going all out trying to get cool clips for your TikTok or high kills. However, I really want to win more often. Should we all be more aggressive or should we be more scared for the sake of a W? Thanks. It's a good question, Carmega. Tanner. Hold on, I was talking back in chat. I need to read it to myself again. Okay, well, you're shit. But... Um, oh! Oh, it sounds like us. <laughs> yeah. My thing in Warzone no is answers. we just get so bored. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just don't... Like, these guys that get a ton of wins, um, like OP Marked, great player, gets a lot of wins, but it's like, I don't... They get a lot of kills too, but it's for part of the game. You know, you're you're sitting on a rooftop waiting in a position. And it's like I, I don't want to do that. I mean, I could if I wanted to win and do better. I guess if I wanted to play smart, I could because I understand how to do it from watching people like that. But it's just, it and just gets so boring too. at times. And we've tried it and we hate it. It's boring. Yeah. I would rather just not win and maybe get a few more kills. I don't. I don't know. It's. Yeah, we usually just end up getting too aggressive. Either we get too aggressive or just too dumb. That's where we usually land. Yeah. And um, I don't think we have a solid answer for that because we don't really know how. Watch somebody better than us. If you're talking about Warzone and you want to balance your aggression, watch OP Marks maybe because he gets a ton of wins. His KD is 6.0. He's got like 30,000 kills. Um... And it's because they're smart. They're smart players. That's what it comes down to. Their positioning is just so much better than everyone yeah. else's. Yeah. So they can they can camp a building and also get a lot of kills. But there are times for like 10 minutes where there will be no action. And they'll have everything they need and they'll just be like sitting on a roof for literally 10 yeah. minutes. But then eventually shit gets real hot. And then they, you know, shit gets crazy. What about search and destroy? Um, search and destroy in public matches is just so boring. I do the same thing. I mean, if you're playing like competitive search with like a squad, um, like, like back in my Call of Duty four days, like that was very fun, but it's cause like you're playing a squad versus squad, like a group that has played together for months against another group. That's very fun. But it's like when it comes to public matches and you have four or five or like, yeah, yeah like four or five random people in your group. Public match search is never going to be fun because your teammates are always just going to be dumb anyways. You're usually not going to win. You're going to face like a three or a four stack. So, I mean, I, that's why I don't play search and destroy. It's boring. Mm -hmm. it, it like watching it competitively is fun. 
like watching CDL even, um, even though I prefer mouse and keyboard gameplay, that's exciting. But then you go and play it yourself and it's not because public matches play entirely different. And there's something on the line when you watch CDL. Like, oh, fuck, yeah, if there's they something lose, on the line. They lose their spot. Like but in your fucking pub match. Nothing. Ma it doesn't matter. Dude, like. It used to get intense even when we played in COD 4. If you were in like a clutch situation to like keep your team like to from losing that match or something, my heart would be beating out of my chest. Yeah. Cause it immediately like if if you lose like a 1v1 or a 1v2, everyone just gets so mad. Everyone just leaves voice chat and doesn't even say anything, which is worse than them bitching to you, right? True. Everyone would just like leave the match immediately. You would hear them sigh and be like, fuck, or something like that. And then everyone would just leave voice and that'd be the end of it. Everyone would be pissed at each other. Yeah. So it's like there's something on the line. When it's public matches, it's just boring and dumb. It's like, who cares? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So your question was, should we all be more aggressive or scared for the sake of a W? Thanks. Depends on you. Uh, it sounds like your play style is just not con conducive to search at all. So I would say stop playing search if you want to play aggressive. Because you can't play aggressively in search and win. No one, you can maybe sneak in some wins here and there, but in general, it doesn't work. Uh, people literally just camp bomb sites in search. That's the, the point of the game mode is that, is you camp your bomb and don't die. Like that's the point. So you're not going to be able to just like play aggressively and like win consistently. You'll yeah. get wins that way, but not often. And far more often than that, you're just going to get shit on. So uh, play a different game mode if you want to play aggressively at all uh, than search. I don't know why you would want to do that, but there's a reason none of the pros ever, ever, ever blitz in search. Ever. I've never seen it once. They don't just yeah. say, okay, this round we're going to fucking just bump, like sprint at B. Like, no one does it, because it doesn't work. So, so stop playing Surge uh, if you want to play aggressively. But the real thing is, should you be more aggressive or more scared for the sake of a W? What do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy playing aggressively more, or do you get more enjoyment out of winning? Both answers are, like, fine. Like, you know, it, I would rather win a Warzone match than get a bunch of kills. Tanner disagrees with that, so then we lose. And it's all Tanner's fault, right? But okay. I would rather, like, win Warzone. But, like, in, uh, you know, that's why I don't like BRs that much. Because I want to win, but I also want to play aggressively. That That's why you should queue for Hardpoint, where you can do both, and playing aggressively will help you win. You know? So, I don't know. That's what I would say. But as for Warzone, again, yeah, what do you enjoy more? A bunch. Are, when you queue for that match, are you trying to get a cool clip for your TikTok? Don't try and win in that case. In that case, you should try and be as aggressive as possible, but don't expect to win the game. Uh, but if you're not, yeah. if you're not doing it for your TikTok, then then you have to ask yourself: Would I rather get ten kills and lose, or get five kills and win this game? What would make me have more fun tonight. Answer that honestly and proceed. But neither answer is like correct. But just know that for Warzone and Search, the more aggressively you play, the higher the chance you do not win. That is, that's the cost benefit there. So, and if you play enough, you'll know when you can afford to be aggressive and when you can't. 
Because sometimes the correct play in Warzone is to push, you know? Like, all right, yeah. the circle's coming here. They have the only building. Uh, they may or may not see us. I'm not really sure. But if we don't push these guys now and go fucking heads up, then we're absolutely going to lose in the next two minutes. So we need to be aggressive to win. Sometimes those things align, like in that case. But you have to play a lot to, like, know when that's the case. So, uh, yeah, I would say, I mean, I've, we've said this before. Go watch OP Marked on Twitch. He's, like, number three all-time wins. And he plays on keyboard and mouse. He's number two now. Is he really? Let's go, and he, dude. And he always plays with iron. He's number one. So, yeah, of course, they get a bunch of wins. Damn. Yeah. Imagine imagine joining a lobby and you're playing against the number one and the number two. I'd be so mad on the, on the win team. leaderboards. Yeah, they're just, yeah. So, but yeah, if you watch them, you'll learn the strats for winning. And then you can look at that and say, would this be fun if I played this way? Some people will say yes. Some people will say no. And also it's harder than it looks. That's my last thing. But we've talked about that before. So anyways, good question. Next one from... Chewy, again. If your drop shot partner fell unconscious and needed CPR to make it, what does CPR stand for? I'm going to look it up. Would you administer it? No. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to look up what CPR means. I mean, of course I would. I would to anybody. Yeah. Do I know how to provide CPR? Oh, of course not. Cardiopulmonary so, resuscitation. Interesting. I wouldn't know how to do it, so I wouldn't be of any help. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'd try, I guess. Took my dick in his mouth, maybe. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, so this is the dumbest question I've ever seen. Of course I would. Now, again, I'm not a fucking EMT, so I wouldn't know if he needs CPR or if he needs, uh, an epinephrine shot and also uh i don't know how to do cpr really either i know the basic idea i just pump on his chest and then like blow air into his mouth or something so uh but if i like knew he needed cpr of course i would i i'm not dude we were born in 92 we're not like homophobic it's not gay well I'm, we're not, I'm we're kidding. actually not homophobic. <laughs> I don't know what that noise was. We might use some homophobic epithets in our weakest moments, but we're not actually homophobic. <laughs> in our weakest moments, yeah. I don't like the term homophobic. I don't, that's a dumb word. It is a dumb term. Yeah, agreed. It's the dumbest term I've ever heard. Yeah. The SJ dubs can suck me off for that one. That that might be a topic for a, for a mixer stream, but, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course I would. Yeah, like to anyone. I don't care. I'm not like, it's not going to suddenly make me gay to put my lips on Tanner's mouth. Well, never, it, you don't know what effect I have. Okay, I'll ask, I'll ask Sierra. Um, yeah, this is, yeah, of course I would. That's dumb. What, am I going to let him die and say, nah, it's too homo if I, if I like gave him nah, CPR? That's, that shit homo. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's hella sus, bro. Like, yikes, of course I would. What the just do chest compression so you two don't kiss and fall in love. Yeah. You are well, wrong, wrong, wrong. Quiet, quiet. 
for sure keep that in mind. I don't know if I could find Tanner's mouth behind that thick fucking mustache either, too. Yeah. To be honest. True, actually. So. Actually true. Real quick, Jada Pinkett with the 1,000 biddies. Princess Leia with the 100. And dividing by 10 once again, segment three with the 10 biddies. Let's go. Jesus. Jada Pinkett Smith. Princess Leia segment. Thank you. Boys and girl for the support. Honored, humbled, and privileged. Mike Tyson or Roy Jones Jr.? I don't know. Probably Roy Jones Jr. Unless he gets knocked out in round one. He's way smaller. So his energy would be way better. I don't know how many rounds it is either, though. So I have no idea. But uh, Jada, thank you very much. Princess Leia, I appreciate it. Segment, thank you as well. Uh, and sorry about your uh, your fat loads segment, which is perhaps Jesus. a topic for another time. So let's move on. Steel switch. Do you miss the shit talking in the lobbies between multiplayer matches when the same people would just stay together match to match? Tanner. Oh, of course we do. Yeah, there was... Um... There was shit talking on BO4, but there wasn't enough because since it was PC only, um, I, I feel like we didn't get enough, right? The, most people just didn't even talk on their mic. No one talked to their mic, but there would be quite a bit of spicy text chat. Uh, There'd be a DM. lot of text chat. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah, we had little like crews we would go up against, um, like Cuba's peen? group and stuff like that. Remember Peen? The, those oh, fucking rats. The Peen guys, those were... <laughs> Hey, if they weren't if you, very good, that's the thing. They like, all just Cuba's use rampages. Yes, yeah. They were like a four sack, and they use rampages. They can suck me off. I wonder what they're doing right now. I think Hopefully they shot themselves in game. Of course. I wonder if that guy we saw running the peen tag was actually one of them. Because I feel like his didn't his name look familiar or something too. In I don't this remember game? his name looking familiar. I just remember the okay. tag familiar well he was probably using a spaz 12 because he's a fucking rat yeah well but um of course we miss it i mean i think the lobbies are somewhat sticking together or it's just skill base is so much more strict this year i'm not kidding i've seen more people that i re that's whose name i recognize in the first week two weeks of cold war than True. i did in all of modern warfare that True. never happened in modern warfare and i've seen a lot of like the bigger uh streamers and stuff talking about this lately there's like dude there's this skill base is way more strict than modern warfare there's no way and usually i'm like okay but the game's new there's a lot of sweats on etc but yeah that we did not see that many people that we recognize like even dude symphony like, was in nate gibson's lobby for like three games on stream really? today, yeah, and they're that, both yeah. like top tier players, so no skill base though. Does does Sim know of Nate? I wonder. Yes. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. He should because yeah. he's Nate's better than him. But yeah, that's that's correct. Yes. Symphony, yeah. Symphony, Simps, Malding. By the way, but go watch Nate Gibson, friend of the pod. Go watch him on stream. Yeah, he's the best Call of Duty player I've ever. Seen. I actually need to watch Sim play multiplayer because I've never seen him. But also, I don't want to since he's. Uh, Grinding he's, hardcore, I'd rather just not watch. He's playing mostly core. Low cap's dumb. Uh, but he's doing uh, like weapon camos. Uh, so like a lot of the time he's he's not like sweating. Well, that's what I'm saying. He posted like one of the screenshots he posted earlier when he got diamond LMGs. It said like hardcore TDM or something. Oh. 
So he low caps right. Um, but anyways, I yeah, I want a lot of shit to be talked, but also I almost don't care. I usually have a uh, voice turned off in this game because people talk too often. So maybe I don't care anymore. Like five years ago, I would have, but I'm yeah. a boomer now. I don't your shit either way. You know, I don't I don't care. I don't have to tell you that I've gotten over that your shit, right? Yeah. 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 I, I agree with that. Like, yeah, I mean, I liked it. Uh, but now in my age, I like hearing them get mauled more than I like talking myself. Very occasionally I'll join in the fray, uh, mostly with a soundboard, which makes them even more mad, which is really funny. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't miss it that much really. But yeah, when um, I was younger, that was like the best part of playing Call of Duty. It's even funnier when they're talking shit to you and you don't respond, which you're the one that taught me that. And I've pretty much mostly do that now where when people like say shit to you, you just ignore them and it makes them so much angrier. True. It's so like when you just argue with them, that's what they want. So when they they're like saying a bunch of things, typing, talking in voice chat and you just ignore them. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Yeah, because they just want attention. They want attention. Actually, yeah, that's so hilarious. Yeah, if you just ignore them. They're just talking to themselves. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's that is the play. So, anyways, let's move on here. What do you think, Tanner? Uh, page ten, and then and then we can game. Or what are you thinking? Finish page ten. Yeah. Should we actually? Did you read Vikings question? Should we actually hit him up and do that another week? We could do, read, we could do read the last line. Yeah, we could end with Vikings. Yeah, I know. I'm not doing that, but if you want okay. to, you can. So we'll just do it. Okay. No, we'll just do it then. You I can hit him sure. up if you want. I'm, I'm not. No, I don't to. care. Yeah. It's... I'm pretty sure you just stream for 24 hours straight anyways. So yeah, we'll address him at another time. Um, Rise and shine. I have a 144 Hertz monitor and a GPU pushing 170 FPS in multiplayer. Okay. Is my viewing experience, in fact, capped at 144 FPS since that's how many times a second my monitor refreshes? Uh, would it be a waste to buy a 30 series GPU unless I upgrade my monitor? Okay. Tanner can misinform you and then I'll help you out. So, Tanner. Okay. Um, I mean, the more frames, it's going to be better. And if you're at 170 and your monitor is 144, then that's really ideal. Because you actually you want your frames usually to be higher than your refresh rate, anyways. It's like since we have two forty refresh rate monitors, yeah. I don't I don't ever want to go below two forty. Really, that's where I would love to be. Um, the other thing about this is if you're buying a thirty series GPU, I don't know why you're asking this question about a monitor. Buy a two hundred forty hertz monitor. True. You can get them for like two hundred fifty <laughs> bucks now. You're gonna drop eight hundred dollars on a video card, and then you don't want to buy a less than three hundred dollar monitor. Yeah. A oh, damn it, rise and shine. That's a good point. Uh, but it no, it, it wouldn't be a waste right now to buy a 30 series. I mean, you should upgrade, but if you can't for like a year or however many months, then it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Let me. Here's a good example. I'm going to go pee. Okay. You have a 144 hertz monitor. Imagine your FPS is 200 on a 144 hertz monitor. And then you play the video game for a minute. Now imagine... You're on a 144 hertz monitor, and you're getting 500,000 frames per second. 
you'll your screen refresh refreshes 144 times but this will look different at 500,000 fps than it does at 200 fps you always want more fps no matter what your hertz is and also you always want more hertz no matter what your fps is because they're both just updating information for you so if your screen refreshes 144 times in a second uh and your computer's pushing 300 frames then on refresh number 140 of your monitor you will get a closer to real time picture from your GPU since you're at 300 fps than if your GPU was also doing 144 frames per second i don't know if that quite makes sense but if you actually think about this you always want more frames doesn't matter what your hertz are and you always want more hertz doesn't matter what your frames are you would prefer more fps over more hertz if you had to pick one or the other but you always want them both to be as fast as possible because in either case you're getting the most information as updated as you possibly can so uh your viewing experience is capped you're seeing 144 frames per second on a 144 hertz monitor no matter what your frames are given that they're over 144 but if you're getting a thousand frames per second versus 150 frames per second on a 144 hertz monitor the 1000 frames per second computer is better because for each of those 144 monitor refreshes that happen in a second, you're getting a more updated frame from your computer. So it's better to have more frames at no matter what. So if you're 144 hertz, 150 frames is one thing, 1000 frames is better, even though your screen's only refreshing 144 times a second. Because on each refresh, you're getting a more updated picture of the game state. That is the that is the explanation. So no, it would not be a waste for you to go to a 30 series card with a 144 hertz monitor. Because more frames is always going to be better. Um, but as Tanner said, if you, ha if you can afford the expense to get a 30 series GPU, uh, then you should just get a 240 hertz monitor along with it, for sure. I would agree. I would I would agree with that. So, but yeah, it's a good question. Um, and that same principle, by the way, apply applies to monitor refresh rates too. So, uh, more refreshes. Just it's all more updated information to your dumb eyeballs. That's what you want. So, anyways, let's move on here. Um, Lenaris Leo. Hey guys, love the show. I've uh, been listening a lot lately and a thought occurred to me listening to Patreon pitch at the end I think to myself basically I'd love to hear more episodes but I don't use Patreon for any other thing and won't join just for one channel there are probably a good number of people in that boat I know you make more money from Patreon but as you guys know but as you guys grow in size I wonder is there a way to offer additional content through Twitch or YouTube or similar platform that would have a larger number of users and two would it soon potentially make more financial sense to offer content that way whereas five subs for five dollars is 25 on patreon in the pocket 15 subs by three dollars is 45 dollars somewhere else 
So even though it's less money per sub, you get more gross revenue is the point there. Just examples. I don't stream or know the takeaway. Yeah, your point's well taken. I'm sure you guys have discussed this in depth. Basically, just wanted to know if there was any other options for additional content and would you consider them? Interesting question. Uh, Tanner, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, we've talked about this on Patreon episodes. I don't think we've ever really mentioned it here. Well, not in depth, but I don't know how much more we can do when we're still working. Like tonight, we started the pod at 7.05 p.m. You went live at 6.30. I wasn't even able to get online <coughs> online till 6.50. So it's like, <coughs> I don't have time to look at anything. So it's like, if this was an actual episode, I would have been screwed, right? I don't even have time to view anything hardly before we get on. It's just like... I don't know what we can do right now to provide more content unless we didn't have our normal jobs. I, right. I don't know. I mean, um, like we, I've talked about, I, I switched to four days a week, so I work four tens now instead of five eights. So this is really like this week coming up is like the first week really that, I mean, it already started, but it's like it happened for one week and then it was like Thanksgiving, um, then I was gone again or something. I don't know. But so this coming week is like the first one where it's actually like I work Monday, then I have Tuesday off. I work Wednesday, then I have Thursday off. Then I work Friday, Saturday. So it's like I'm going to have an extra day off this next week. But it doesn't really matter too much when it comes to our content and us necessarily uh, because Raz still has to work. So the only thing is I like, all have time to do more of my own things, maybe for my stream, um, you know, maybe start streaming one of those days, an extra day. But I don't like already doing four episodes a month. It's like this month we we're going to get them all out, but it's literally going to take us until the last day of the month to get the last episode out. So it's like if we had promised six episodes a month, literally wouldn't have happened. I don't, I don't know how we would have done that. I mean, we we would have made it work, but it's like it would have been a struggle to do like yes. the last two episodes. So I don't know how we can provide more content at this point if we're still working, essentially. Mm-hmm. After all that, because believe me, I would love to. I don't. I just don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And I think, Leo, I think what you're asking is like, I want to give, or I'm thinking of giving money to the program like you guys are trying to do with Patreon, but I'm not going to make a Patreon account because you'd be the only show I like subscribe to on Patreon. Therefore, would it be possible for you guys to instead ask for a similar kind of thing like a Patreon uh subscription but on a platform that more people use such as youtube that's a good question the answer is no though like youtube doesn't offer the same type of model nor does facebook nor does anything else that i know of that has more endemic users than patreon does uh so i see your point but there are very few websites actually that i've found uh that do that kind of thing. So YouTube doesn't. Uh, if it did, I would have used it, even if I could charge less money because I would get more uh, supporters because they're already they already have a YouTube account. Like that's a good point, and I agree with you. But there's just no alternative to Patreon that I know of. There yeah. might be one, but if there is, it's probably not more popular than Patreon. No, which would make Patreon a better option for the point that you brought up, Leo, which is that 
uh, hey, I don't have a fucking parlor account. I'm not going to make one. It's like, okay, well then that's not an option at all. So yeah, there's unfortunately, no, there's just no other options. I don't think, um, but your, your point is well taken. There's just no way around it. Uh, unfortunately, but a lot of people know Patreon and even if people don't have Patreon accounts, uh, everyone's like heard of it. So they know basically how it works. So Patreon works for most people. In your case, you're not willing to. Totally fine, obviously. But um, a lot of people are brand new to Patreon, but they join just to to join our Patreon. And we very much appreciate it. And yes. also, uh, that's true for us for Twitch, too. We have a ton of people in Twitch chat all the time now who are never on Twitch uh, until they heard this program. And then we like kind of convince them to come on. So I think we've been doing the same for Patreon, but uh, you know, yeah, your point's well taken, but no, there's, there's really no alternatives. Uh, so anyway, good question. Vanilla sausage. I recently switched to PC. My KD has gone up like crazy with controller. Okay. I play with mouse and keyboard on multiplayer and shred kids, but in Warzone. I'm dog shit. This is, this is the least surprising thing I've ever, that's the least surprising statement I've ever seen in my life. Any advice on what I can do to adjust, Tanner? Uh, my kitty has gone up like crazy. Um, well, yeah, I mean, at Warzone, you're at longer distances, so of course you can't aim. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. You just got to keep practicing. I don't I think people like people switch from controller to gaming on a mouse and keyboard for the first time ever and just immediately think they're going to be good. And you're, you're not going to that usually doesn't happen. I mean, there's a small amount of people out there. One of the team EXE guys, uh, I think it's like Noonie or something. I think that's his name. Noonie, maybe that he familiar. apparently Noonies. has been gaming on mouse and keyboard for like less than six months, and he's way better than either of us and then and way better than we'll ever be. He's fucking nuts. It's like there are very few cases where that's possible. But I mean, you just have to put in the time and just practice. I mean, I've played first person shooters on mouse and keyboard for like. 14 years, probably 15, 16 years, probably like 14 years, realistically. So it's like for how long I've played. Oh, I should be way better than I am, really. But I'm not right. I should be the best. I should be the best player in Call of Duty history. Um, but I'm not. So it just it's not just going to happen again. Like we've said numerous times this dumb episode. Try an aim trainer out. Yeah, maybe that'll help you. Yeah, because uh, I, I really understand. I get what Raz is saying when he says, like, change your grip up and stuff, because it's like something that's hard to test when you're playing in multiplayer. Exactly. It's like you can't really tell if it's making a difference because it's like, OK, maybe you'll switch your grip and then you'll get killed from behind. That's not your fault. It doesn't have anything to do with your aim. You're not actually making progress that way just because, you know, you may switch to a different grip and you're doing way worse KD wise. But that doesn't mean you're doing worse. It may mean you're not seeing people and you're getting killed from angles. You're getting killed by score streaks. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, there's way too it's many like variables. If, yeah, so if you actually want to know like how you can improve, then yeah, maybe try something like that. But most of it, it's just you're at range, so it's going to be harder to aim. It could be your sensitivity is a little bit too high. Maybe lower your sensitivity. 
uh, mess with that a bit, see where you feel more comfortable. Um, yeah. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, I don't have really much to add. Um, keyboard and mouse for Modern Warfare multiplayer, I think is probably in general better than controller. So it's unsurprising that you're doing well there as long as you're somewhat competent with a keyboard and mouse. But in Warzone, I mean, you're trying to shoot people that are, you know, literally 150 meters away. You have to have real fucking good aim to do that, or you have to have aim assist. So you're going to do worse on keyboard and mouse if you're new in Warzone at 150 meters than you will on controller with aim assist. Because aim assist will, like, help you a lot. And the farther away someone is, the more helpful aim assist is. And we've beaten this to death, so I won't go too much into it. But this is, I should, I'll just, I'll echo Tanner's sentiment here. This shouldn't surprise you. This is what would, you would expect to be the case. And lower your sense is a great option. And aim trainers is another great option. But do not expect to have the aim assist consistency that you used to have in Warzone when you were on a controller on a keyboard and mouse. Because at those far ranges, it's just not going to happen. Uh, right away you're gonna have to yeah you're gonna have to either play for a, a while or do some rigorous aim training or both uh, but you can eventually get close but you're never going to be as good as a computer at 150 meters with a keyboard and mouse it's impossible and it's literally impossible uh you can get real close but you're never going to be as good but you'll be way better up close because you can uh move your reticle much more quickly than a controller can. So yeah, pros and cons. Um, there's something else I was gonna say, and I forgot it. It's gone. Yeah, I don't. And I don't it's gone. I will interrupt <laughs> me if you think of it. Uh, okay, so here we go. Next one, next series is from the Drop Shot Patriarch. Our one and only Dark Matter patron, the Vaping Viking, who asks, would have been your most positive... He asked a couple questions. We're going to take these one by one. What's been your most positive and negative podcast experience? This is an interesting question, Tanner. Well, for sure, my most positive experiences were getting like crazy donations and shit i would have never imagined ever same i mean the drop shot community is pretty fucking nuts um so i mean they're the dumbest people on the internet some of these nights when we've literally been gifted over 1000 united states dollars it's not like it's happening every week so you know it's it's happened on occasion um, I mean, that's for sure the most positive. It's, it's just like mind blowing. Actually, it's like, holy shit. Like what? That's insane. Um, you know, like we really appreciate that. So those have been the positives for sure. Not just cause it's all about the money. Cause it's not, cause we never, when I started this, I never thought that was the case. We just started it to have fun. Um, Raz may have a different opinion on that, but mine is just like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But now, <laughs> but now That's it's like, oh, wow, true, actually, uh, yeah, literally the most, oh, yeah, whatever, I don't care. Um, That's been pretty crazy in terms of negatives. I can't really think of any negative. 
podcast experiences. I mean, we haven't really had to deal with too many weird people or anything. It's been surprisingly mellow. I would say the only negative is trying to balance time between yeah. our other jobs, the podcast, and for me, like my wife and other things. You know, it's just yeah, trying to trying to figure out how to fit things in where to fit things in got to plan my days off what i'm going to do this day need to get this done on this day etc um you know so we can like record that night or whatever just different things like that it's not even really negative it's just slightly more difficult than it was before yeah so yeah yeah that's an interesting question mike uh so most positive the the amount of United States dollars we've gotten from this program is fucking insane. It's actually absurd. Uh, so that's definitely a huge positive, obviously. Um, number one for the fucking money, obviously. But the money doesn't... The money doesn't feel that like... Uh, how do I word this? The money we get from this program does not feel very much like a like a Christmas present from a rich aunt to me because all of the money that I've earned from this podcast plus my own money I've literally spent on shit for the podcast yeah like, I joke that you guys are getting scammed and you're wasting your money. All of these things are true, of course. But all of the <laughs> all of all of the dollars we've gotten, like I bought this camera for the podcast, which was extremely expensive. I bought this extremely expensive microphone. Uh, and these are both things that the only reason I need a microphone or a camera. I bought this fake plant are, are for the podcast. Because if I didn't stream, I never would have spent two grand on a camera. I never would have spent 400 bucks on a microphone. I literally wouldn't use them if I didn't do the podcast. So like all the money we've been getting, I've been reinvesting it. Like into things like that and the website, which is going to be another six grand. Uh, so. And I, there's other things, too. I can't really think of them right now, but your computer, did you say that? I bought my computer before the podcast. We've upgraded things for it. Yeah, but that that's not really for the benefit of the podcast. That's I wouldn't consider a 3090 FTW3 Ultra Edition graphical processing unit by EVGA. To I be, guess it's uh, more... F yeah. That was like a personal expense. I wouldn't count well, that. Well, also, since you don't stream gameplay, then yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... But yeah, like all the money we've gotten from, from the stream. Like, I really appreciate it, and it is fucking insane, but it hasn't felt like a gift. Uh, and I'm not complaining about that. I, there's nothing I would want to do with it other than reinvest it. That's why I did that. Uh, so that has been very positive, all that to say. That's been very positive. But if I really think about it, I think the most positive experience I've ever had with this podcast was the first Instagram DM I got. Hmm. Do you remember this, Tanner? Because I sent it to you and I was so excited, dude. It I don't was, remember th that one specifically, but I remember like the first ones in general. We were yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah, dude. We had been doing the podcast for not very long. It was less than two months we were doing the podcast. And I want to say it was less than one month. 
But I got this Instagram DM from some person who found the podcast on like episode 10 and was like, dude, I've listened to all the episodes. Like, I love what you guys are doing. It's so awesome. Keep it up. And I was so excited, dude. I was so excited. I was like, damn, people actually like listening to this. That's crazy because it's a podcast about a video game, right? That's crazy. That was probably my singular most positive experience. Uh, thus far because it was it was just like it was a positive thing they were being very sincere and nice to do that they went to all the effort to like find me on Instagram and then write a DM which is quite a bit of effort actually for some fucking podcast that you like like I would never do that ever uh, and it was surprising because I didn't expect any feedback ever let alone where we are today. It's fucking yeah. absurd. So all, the, another reason that was a really positive experience is because it was the first glimmer of hope, like, oh, maybe we can, like, do this shit full time. Uh, you know, which is still to be decided, of course. But it was the first, like, ray of sunshine in that in that regard. And that was, like, very positive for me. Uh, so, and... Now I get a ton of negative, or negative, a ton of nice Jesus. comments in my DMs uh, very often, and I appreciate all of them, uh, but they're yeah. less surprising now. Yeah, so, for sure. And it's like, so they don't have the same it's things impact. like, it's things like guys in Finland DMing us and be like, oh, like, I'd love yeah. to send you guys like some local beers or some like things like, like, or whatever they eat there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever it is, some Eskimo pies or something. Um, yeah, it's like things like that is just wow that is like that is cool you know yeah for sure and then as for negative experiences none I, dude I like we've had plenty of exp I've had plenty of experiences running this podcast that most people would consider negative experiences but I was I was bred in a laboratory to exist online I you just, are fake news. I just don't fucking care, dude. <laughs> you really don't. I just it's actually don't crazy. Care, dude. People write like shitty reviews or they uh Well, they don't. They're all five stars, but yeah. They are of course all five stars, so that was fake news. But they'll like comment something like mean on Instagram or someone in chat and <laughs> on Twitch will be like a cunt or whatever. Most How was that one kid that's comments commented something negative on every YouTube video for the last yeah, month? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and he stopped, of course, because he got completely ignored, which is, yeah, the easiest strat. Um, but, <laughs> like, we've had plenty of experiences that most people would consider negative, but I'm just don't, I'm like, I don't know, I'm just built different, and I just actually don't care. So, like, I've had experiences that were not positive, and they were objectively negative, but I actually just, like, I'm totally apathetic about it and the reason for that is because the ratio of positive feedback to negative feedback we get is literally like 50 to 1 so it's very easy for me to ignore these negative like whatever interactions or like listen cocksuckers yeah cocksuckers uh whatever um literally 60 iq individuals i i just don't care i i just don't care and again, especially compared to like how, how many people are enjoying it and compared to how many fucking like grown ass 
professional people enjoy this program. It's like, okay, well, this 17-year-old's molding about our last episode because we uh, bagged on controller users, but also I have a partner at a fucking law firm. I have a fucking senior manager at like a top five accounting firm. I've got a independently wealthy drug runner named the Vaping Viking who all <laughs> love the show. Like those are people whose opinions I will respect more on any topic than this fucking rat who's getting all mauled uh, saying whatever he's saying. So yeah, I don't really have any negative podcast experiences really. Just like trying to make things work is, you know, it, it gets tough sometimes, but it's not, I wouldn't call it negative. That's fucking life. So yeah. Anyways, uh, let's <laughs> pediatricians, doctors. There's a lot. Doc. <laughs> Relax. He's molding, <laughs> bro. I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> Doctor J Webb, friend of the pod. That was funny, doc. There's a bunch of people, dude. Relax. Uh, you're too young for me to respect your opinion. Let's put it that way. That's a joke. Damn. That's a joke. Uh, okay. Is he younger than us? He's if he's no, uh, he might be like a year younger than us, but he's like, our Jesus, age. that's embarrassing. We have a, a podcast about a video game and, and he's we're a doctor. doing a podcast about a video game. Jeez, we're such shit, bro. Making less oh than God. $20 an hour at our jobs. Okay. Holy uh, shit. What is your greatest personal achievement? Also from the vaping Viking Tanner. Wow. Um, fuck. My greatest personal achievement. Um, it was honestly probably getting married seriously because like we were like good friends all throughout high school and it was like kind of one of those things at the time where you like think about it's like, oh, like I like this girl, but like I don't want to tell her, you know, it was shit like that. It's so like the fact that like it 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 ended it ended up like this, yeah, yeah, okay, cocksucker. <laughs> the I'm, fact I'm like it bitter. ended up, I'm just bitter. Go on. Oh yeah, you're you're molding. Uh, that's probably it, honestly. Getting married to somebody that like, yeah, because we're you know we're like best friends uh, throughout high school, so. It was like we both we both knew it, but both of us were too afraid to tell each other because we were 17, right? So I think that's my greatest achievement is getting married. Yeah. Uh, interesting. By the way, I've met Tanner's wife. They are perfect for each other. See, they're like very similar. Well, she's a piece of shit just like she's me. A she's a fucking rat like you, yeah. She's a the female piece of shit version of me, yeah. yeah. exactly. So they get along probably, well. Probably even worse, actually. Well, maybe. I, I I, wouldn't be in a position to know that, but I'll keep it in mind for sure. Yeah. Uh, greatest personal achievement? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think of... I don't conceive of my life in this, in, in this way. I, I'm very hedonistic. I don't think about achievements or legacy or shit. What like is that. I don't know what that word means. What does that mean? Hedonistic. Uh like enjoying uh pleasures. It's like getting okay. drunk, fucking, mouth fucking, uh doing drugs. 
which are illegal. Engaged and I've never done. in the pursuit of pleasure. Yeah. Essentially self-indulgent. Okay. Yeah. That's you for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't care about the legacy achieving things. I don't want to be it. I don't want to be on Mount Rushmore. I don't give a shit about that. Once I'm dead, I stop existing. So I don't care what happens afterwards. So I just want to enjoy the moments of my life. So I don't, I don't conceive of my life as a series of achievements. Uh, And a lot of people do, especially in America, which is, yeah, which is why this is an interesting question. It's all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is just a, I mean, there's definitely some utility to it, but it's also, if that's the only way that you conceive of your life, that's a real sad way to, to squander your whatever 80 years of life here. Like, oh, I just want to, like, achieve things that I don't enjoy achieving. Not that I'm saying that that's, you know, what Viking does or is implying. But, nonetheless, I'm just making it clear. I don't think of my life in this way. But if I had to, if I had to say anything, cue the fucking, get ready to laugh, everyone. The Drop Shot of Call of Duty podcast is my greatest personal achievement. a good answer actually i swear to god they already called it in chat anyways yeah of course of course so like from the outside if i gave people if i just downloaded my life onto other people they would probably say something dumb like oh he graduated uh he got a bachelor's degree in philosophy with a 4.0 major gpa (laughs) right some people might say that was my greatest achievement up to this point but I don't think of it that way uh, at all because I don't know. I just don't think of it that way. Or they could say getting a second degree black belt in Shotokan karate. Okay, we get it. Maybe that would be my greatest. Yeah, maybe. maybe I, uh... I mean, there are other things too. Not really. That would that, that, that would make the short list. But yeah, no, in my view, the, the podcast, because I've been trying to like make a, like a space for myself online doing content trying to make a living out of it for like seven years. Uh, And I've catastrophically failed every time until January of 2020. Now, have I made a living here? No, but closer than I've ever been. So this is the thing I'm most proud of. It's the thing I'm most excited about. It's the thing that I think about all the time. Uh, So I'd say this is my greatest personal achievement so far. Uh, we'll see what the fuck happens with it, of course. But uh, yeah, I fucking I love this program. This is what I'm. This is what I'm most proud of and most focused on. This is something that Tanner and I really just carved this bitch out for ourselves from nothing, from nothing, boys, from nothing. I had no very very little following on online, and the following I did have online was for an MMORPG that was dead called Star Wars The Old Republic. Tanner... You still had people watching it, though. Yeah. Watching you. But how many people watched our first podcast stream? Like, three or four? (laughs) Yeah. So, like, basically, we started this bitch from nothing, and now we're somewhere. We haven't made it or anything. I'm not fucking Jake Paul. But still, you know, this is... I'm very proud of what we've done. So... That's what I would say. Um, 
Dude, our hundredth episode is like it's just a week before our first episode or like it was exactly almost one year after our first episode because no. it was January 6th. January 16th was our first one you uploaded and our hundredth episode. I just looked through my calendar. If I did it correctly, will be January 10th. Dude. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Did I do it wrong? Okay, wait. Uh, maybe so, it's February 10th. Let me, I'll do the, I'll do the quick maths here. Do the so, quick maths here. So we're on 85. It'll be close. So 95. Well, 97. Oh, nope. Okay, start over. 87. <laughs> 89. Uh, okay. 89, 91, 93, 95, 97, 99, 100. December 9th will be our 100th episode. December 9th? That's not right. We do two that's episodes in, a week. December 9th? That's in like a week. Oh, yeah. We're on the 28th. I'm retarded. Okay. Start over. Wait, okay. Okay. So 85, oh 86, 87, 88, 89. Oh, yeah. 91, 93, 95, 97, 99. Yeah, the 23rd of January. Yeah. You were right. Would so, be like, within a week of when we did the first episode. episode. So, our 100th episode would be on the 20th, which is a Wednesday. Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to change that to a Saturday, but yeah. We'll change it to that Saturday. It'll be our one-year anniversary slash 100th episode extravaganza. And it's going to be a banger. I don't know what we're doing yet, but it's going to be a banger. I'll decide if I want to be there. Maybe a birthday cake? Get a birthday cake delivered? Well, you're going to call... You're going to you're gonna text me on Instagram an hour before the program and say, Hey, by the way, I can't make it. I forgot. <laughs> I'm supposed to go get fucking fondue at Piano Piano with my <laughs> wife, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep that in mind for sure. All right. So this next one is for me, I guess. Casey, what would you do with your free time if there weren't any books, video games, internet, social media? Boy. If there weren't any books, video games, internet, or social media? I genuinely don't know. What would anyone do? Yeah, I... I find, I don't know. I I would start. He's so confused. Fuck. <laughs> no books. If there were books, I would just say read. But if there were none of those things, uh, I would. I would probably join like whatever equivalent to a college there would be and try to be a teacher there. Because there was a time like this, like during the time of Socrates, but they wrote shit down in the time of Socrates. I don't know if they were actual books, so I don't know if I'm allowed to write down on scrolls or <coughs> papyrus or whatever, but I would join, join some kind of like college or equivalent and do that like full time because what the fuck else are you going to do? Yeah. I have to engage my brain in some way. I'm not going to go be a fucking triathlon, triathlete, triathlete doesn't matter uh so so that was a question tanner what would you do with your free time if there weren't any river rat vehicles camping video games internet or wife oh yeah i'd be, I'd be trying to fuck all the time actually that's my answer i think i think there's a lot of different answers um 
I guess just like spend time, like more time with your parents and family and shit like that. Basically, just spend more time with people, I guess. Like more time with your friends. Um, just get in the car, drive around, maybe drive up the coast, you know, visit some places, do some exploring. Oh, wait, camping is on there. Well, I don't have to camp. I can just drive, stay in a hotel, get shit on bike. Um, I think mostly just, yeah, just like spend time with friends like you used to in, you know, middle school, shit like that. High school, always with the boys, oh, yeah. always hanging out, always. Dude, it's just like all Smoke the time. With I, my friends. Yeah, true. Yeah, just like all the time I used to go to like Joey's house or Ben's or usually not Gabe's. Usually we would like go somewhere else, but like together. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we just I don't we just go to Ben's house. And just like get in the car and like drive to Wendy's, go back to Ben's, go swimming for like a half hour. I don't just like literally anything, you know. I don't know what we would do. We just hang out and go do dumb shit. Yeah. Um. I probably just a lot of that. That's pretty much that would be it. I mean, what what else can you do without video games? Video games, internet, and literally that's like what I do. Like between video games, internet, and wife, that's actually ninety nine percent of my free time. Yeah. Like that. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The friends thing is a good point, actually, because I used to do that when I was a kid. When I was like eighteen to like twenty-two. Yeah. Or Go even, out, maybe you know, do more. Eighteen shit to like, like that. twenty-four. Yeah, I was like in college, community college, and real college. It was just a fucking beer pong all the time. Buy some whores, maybe. Buy some whores. Go to Vegas. Go split a whore. Cash. Do coke. I mean, well, I would okay. do these things. I've never I would do any of that. Things, of course, I'm straight uh, edge, so I don't drink or well, do drugs. We'll keep that in mind. So. Uh, and then the last part of this question, uh, four questions, $50 per question to the best answer. Okay. DM me the day you're doing them so I don't miss the app. You'll figure it out. Uh, thanks in advance. Viking, well, you, th- this is how we'll know if Vikings is listening to the episodes. True. True. Yeah. True. We'll see how long it takes him to respond. Yeah. I'm not going to. He's never going to respond. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Shit on. I'm not going to DM you like some rat. Because I need money. I'm not going to DM you and say, hey, by the way, dude, I'm going live. I really hope to see you. Smile. And everyone knows the subtext there. I'm not doing it. So you've given us too much money already. So stop it. But they were good questions. So thank you for for the question. Actually, the first question was good. The second question was good. No, they were all pretty good. They were all good. They were very good questions, Uh, yeah. The last two were middling, but the first two were very good, for sure. So, anyway, thank you, Mike. So, uh, yeah. Tanner, anything to add? Yeah, I need need more, like, restrictions on that last question there. I don't don't know. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Um, No, that's it. I'm going to restart because my sound's kind of screwed up. So, if we're done, then I'm going to restart Yeah, restart. Tell me when you go live. We're going to wrap this bitch up. So... Uh, thank you all again for asking these questions. Deacon Cheese with the five gifted subs just for that answer, which is Tanner's answer of his greatest personal achievement being uh, marrying his wife, I believe, uh, brings a tear to a man's eye. So Tanner gave you a beautiful answer, and then I got five gifted <laughs> subs. Let's go. That is a double whammy of fantastic right there, dude. Thank you, Deacon. I love you, brother. 
deeply honored, humbled, and privileged. Uh, five gifted subs. That's a lot of subs. A lot of scratch. Uh, much appreciated, dude. And race the train with the gifty boy as well. Let's go. Boys, thank you very much, race. I appreciate you for the gifty boy uh, and Deacon as well for the five gifty boys. Very grateful. Thank you, boys. I appreciate the love. Uh, and uh, yeah, it means a lot. So thank you. Thank you all. Uh, and now we're going to we're going to wrap this bitch up. So we've got more questions to get to, of course, but we will be doing those at another time. I like how Deacon loved your answer so much, Tanner, that he gave me five gifted subs. How do you feel <laughs> yeah. about that? Absolutely shit on. Shit on indeed. Yeah, I thought that was the best thing that's ever happened to me, really. Um, <laughs> yeah. So keep that in mind for sure. Let me just migrate these questions over here. So the next uh, segment of this program is iTunes reviews. Uh, if you leave a five-star rating on iTunes uh, and you write a review with it, I'll read it on this program like I'm going to do right the fuck now. This is from our new patron, TTV underscore Trump MAGA 20. Okay. Friend of the pod, of course, is the title of this review. As a diesel mechanic in Missouri, working 12-hour shifts to pay the bills and playing COD as a hobby, listening to this program definitely helps the long nights go by faster and has some great insights and advice on gameplay. And Raz and Tanner are extremely funny. Thanks for the excellent content. Hell fucking yeah, brother. This is one of the very few reviews that's just nice. They didn't try to make an inside joke. They didn't try to shit on me or Tanner, uh, which is interesting. Uh, well, I guess friend of the pod is kind of an inside joke, but not really. But uh, nonetheless, uh, TTV Trump MAGA 20. Good luck with that. And uh, I appreciate the, uh, the five-star review. And thank you, of course, for the analytics. You stupid bitch. Uh, I appreciate that. So that is our only iTunes review this evening. Uh, if you guys leave a rating of five stars on iTunes, that helps the program a lot. And leaving a rating takes you one, less than one second. Just press the five star button and then stop. And if you wanted to write a review alongside that, you could, and I will read it on this program. So that is that. Uh, and we are going to go play some Cold War. So I'm just going to wrap this bitch real quick. Tanner, are you live? Uh, yes. Okay, great. So we're going to go game on Tana's channel, but first, let me remind you that the best way to support this program, besides, of course, listening, which I thank you for very much, is to join the Patreon for four bonus episodes a month, weekly hangouts, and more. Reminder, Damascus and Gold patrons, all of the patrons, we're going to be doing Warzone Custom Lobby Friday. 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is the correct time zone. So make sure you join the fucking Discord and uh, whatever. Be around around 7 p.m. because we're going to figure that out. Uh, but yeah, patreon.com slash the drop shot for bonus episodes a month and access to the entire back catalog. Uh, so that's already like 15 episodes and then another one every week or four a month, I should say. Uh, so keep that in mind. And that's the best way to support us. If you have any money to waste, 
Ooh, I farted. Do it there first. Uh, Twitter at Razanon, Twitch at Razanon, Instagram Razanon TTV. Tanner is on Twitter and Twitch at Tanner Dropshot, one word. If you have Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account, and you can give Tanner a free sub every month called the Prime Gaming Sub. Uh, the YouTube. Thank you, everyone who has subbed so far. I'm getting a lot of subs daily on YouTube, and I appreciate it. However, is it enough subs? Of course not, right? Of course not. We are just, <laughs> we are fucking zeroing in on a thousand, but we're not there yet. We're at like 900, like 40. So change it. And if you haven't subbed on the YouTube, it's free. Do it now. YouTube.com slash Razanon. Press the sub button and then never go there again. I don't care. Just give me the sub. That's all I need. So figure it the fuck out. We have two merch stores. Uh, and there's been a, a shocking lack of purchases in the merch store lately. So let's change it. Go see the links for the merch stores and buy things. Uh, you can rep your favorite podcast. Uh, and you can uh, post it on social media and I'll repost it. And if you're a 20 to, if you're an 18 to 25 year old female, then you can DM me those uh, photos as well. Uh, and maybe I'll just send you merch because you guys, if you're an 18 to 25 year old female, you're a, you're a billboard, right? And if I buy you a shirt, we'll have 20 purchases. So figure it the fuck out. Uh, join the fucking discord. Of course, link is in the show notes. The Discord's literally never been more active than it is right now. And that will only continue to be the case. So if you don't want to join the discord, that's fine, but you're fucking dumb, right? You're just a dumb yeah, you're shit. rat. You're a dumb shit rat uh, if you don't join the Discord. You, we've got, you can make friends there. You can learn a lot there. You can get updates on the program there. Uh, people share memes. They share like YouTube videos, guides. It's very helpful. Uh, and you can, again, make a lot of friends there uh, as a lot of people have done. So join the fucking Discord. And last but certainly not least, a special thank you to our Damascus patrons. Mr. Salmonilla. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jay Pritch, Slivovitz, Jake Downs, Zorosio, To Kill a Sorocking Bird, Face Esquire, Tyler H, Gift Curse, Adam H, Sniff Sniff Hambone, Change It, Jimmy M, Von Trapp, Osti Menace, Vesturge, Vesturge, your name is spelled wrong. Ozzy informed me of this on Friday at our Damascus Hangout, patreon.com slash the drop shot. Go to note, Josh V, Papa Shitto, Siv, Dread Pirate Roberts, Dr. J Webb, Derek R, Wade M, It's to Pickle, That Dirty Clap, Kill a Cam, Pre Shock, Garrett S, Jada Pinkett Smith, Lemur Party, Young Miss Lemur Party, change your email. I don't know how many times I have to tell you because I'm still seeing the same one. <coughs> Freeze, The Dave Daily, Young Evan, AKA Read a Book, Deacon Cheese, Brandon L, Rizzle Music, Sean B, Manny Mar, Derek C, Samuel. Cope Cowboy, Notoriety, Thomas L, Blake C, Lavana Fair, Brian P, Maxi, DTV Trump MAGA 20, and last, but certainly not least, the Dropshot Patriarch, our one and only Obsidian Dark Matter patron, the Vaping Viking. Thank you all for watching, Young Kings. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Have an excellent day.
And as always, of course, remember. Stay humble. Stay humble. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.